exactly every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own intro now. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. One of us smoke a natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja. <coughs> All right. Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. We are uh, remote here. I'm in the studio. We got James Bean live, and we got Adam Dunn over here too. I am here somewhere in the smoke, through the smoke. Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. Sorry, our timing's a little off. As you can see, we're an hour late, but we're here to Wait continue a, the that, discussion. Fuck. And I would like to, to stress three consonants, by the way. Or three, not here. Oh, yeah, we're all I've got consonants, but three I have very places. different I'm in Mexico, you're in Denver, you're in Puerto Rico. Uh, what a fucking international crowd we have going on here. So, uh, like I said, we're going to continue the conversation about from last week when we had Phylos on in the studio. Um, basically, it was like I handed him a shovel and he just went fucking to town and dug himself a fucking a grave or something because uh in my opinion every answer that he gave wasn't the answer that none of us wanted to hear so we're going to discuss we're going to have snow high we're going to have uh, matt ryan in a little bit we have james bean in the studio right now live i don't know if he's are you up on the screen with me or you were just like kind of like you're you're just off on your own like floating head oh yo what are you doing man i can't believe it i can't believe you're right there how awesome is that are you nice. watching yourself? I'm not even watching myself, so I have no idea what's going on. Um, and uh, and be- but before we start the show, I was actually going to do a different uh, angle because I was feeling actually I was feeling a little bit sick from last week's show. I literally wasn't even sure if I should do a show this week. I felt like fuck. There's you know not a lot of unanswered questions. People are still chatting. I saw Matt Ryan's uh, show he put up the other day. I actually liked that quite a lot, so I thought, hey, let's uh, call him up. I called up James, and James said, let's do it. Let's put the show together and keep the discussion rolling because, uh, you know, our lifetime's work is sort of out there in the in the world. And, you know, not to be a bunch of whiny little bitches and say, you know, we're, they're stealing our shit, et cetera, et cetera. But the reality is it's not that they're stealing anything. It's that they're they're – they just misrepresented themselves from the beginning. Because on our show, we try to bring you the cutting edge, latest, greatest, best things. And most of the time, we vet people pretty well. Now, with these guys, it wasn't that they're you know evil by any means. I just think that they have their own... I think that they're, they're looking at this from uh, a, a much different pace than we are. And they're also looking at it from a... Uh, like, they, they think that they're in our camp already because... You know, a bunch of Oregon guys could never do anything bad. But as we all know, it's not it always isn't necessarily the people that are in charge right now. It's what happens if they get bought by somebody else who doesn't give a fuck. That's my that's my opinion on this whole thing. Um, and my I guess thing the, is, they're either lying yeah. to me or they're just extremely fucking naive. 
And I don't think people with that much money are that naive. So No, I, um, I believe you're right. And I, I think what we could do, though, like let's bang out all the sponsors first before we get uh, Matt and everybody on the line. Because once we get rolling, I have a feeling this is going to be one of those nonstop discussions. We're limiting it today. We started a little late, so we'll probably be a little shorter than our average three-hour show. But I feel like this could be a, a part two, part three, part four, because uh, we're only at the beginning of this idea of people not necessarily owning the rights to your material, but owning the rights to your material. You know what I mean? Like they, they don't actually physically own anything. But when it comes to the point of you not being able to grow your own strain that you've worked on, that's when it turns into fucking horseshit, basically, in our opinion. So, uh, so before we get into all that, let's start and let's not even we'll, we'll end with you, James, because you're right here next to me, so, sitting right next to me, literally. I don't know how you're so big compared to me, though. Your head is how much bigger is he than me on the show? It must be huge, right? No, you huge. guys are about the same size. No? here. I got you guys what? pretty evened out. I think proportional. Oh, nice. Um, so we'll end with you, James. But we will start with New Millennium. New Millennium Nutrients dot uh, com. If you want to check them out online, awesome guys, awesome product, uh, well thought out. It's easy to work with. Um, produces some very consistent crops. Is great if you're in a if you're in a, in a situation now where you're, you know, dosages and you're and you're doing production. You should look into uh, the guys from New Millennium. Compare their prices. Compare their what, what, they, what they get out of super economical, but at the same time produces uh, top shelf material. And uh, again, the guys who are behind it—they're just real, real growers, been in the game for a long time, uh, not trying to blow smoke up your ass literally and sell you shit that you don't need. And uh, yeah, again, you can go with the standalone products like. Um, their uh, decision and their winter frost and their products that you can just use in conjunction with whatever you're doing already or grab the whole line and uh, you know see why they're 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 uh, you know leading the leading the industry as far as when you look at a lot of places they may be using house and gardens and these other brands that are relatively cheap but when you look at the what they get and what they, what they are able to get for that product and you start looking at what you get and what you're able to get for your product you know, you make up for it in that right out of the first round. Um, but when you contact them, tell them you want the done deal. Um, I hear that the done deals are starting to catch on, which is good. I'm 100% sure they'll take care of you, though. Um, and if you want to get a free sample, you just contact them at newmillenniumnutrients.com, and they have little sample packs that they can send you uh, to get you on the program. And, of course, Incredibles, Incredibles Edibles, uh, best edibles in our opinion in Colorado and all moving across the cut the globe covering the flat earth with chocolate but now in general they are uh, most consistent edibles uh in colorado they also have uh, their own in-house uh incredible extractor so not only is there cannabis grown by them but it's extracted by them in their own extractor to be put into their own products so everything is in-house and, and uh proprietary so you know you're not getting some rebranded bullshit, which you'll see a lot now as people kind of develop a brand overnight. And they, you know, we've seen it as bad in Colorado as literally taking like straight out of the package and spraying it with some bullshit and calling that edible. So, uh, you know, you get quality every time and they also have great, uh, products like bath bombs and, you know, non edible, but super effective products. So check them out at I love Go to their store finder and, can't really use a done deal, unfortunately, on this one. This is a 
too big or too spread out. I can't get everybody to, to conform to it. But, you know, if you ever do run into them, you tell them, how do I get the done deal? <laughs> how the hell do I get the done deal? You see them at a show, you see them at a, a thing, I want the done deal. I keep hearing about this. Um, next, our buddy Jeremy also is going to be on the show soon. And uh, I tried to quite get in touch with him this last couple of weeks. And he just got back to me yesterday. And we had a nice t- conversation where I just knew it was that time of year for him. I can understand he's busy as hell. But he is uh, 100% on board for giving out some done deals and all that. So just get, get in touch with him at buildasoil.com or 855-877-SOIL. All your IPM products, all your hard-to-find uh, uh, amendments, and soil, of course. So if you want to get custom soil blend made, he's your man. And, uh, again, tell him you want the done deal. Get your extra special service from the guys over Build a Soil. And speaking of soil, Ron Wallace, Mr. Ron Wallace at wallacewild.com, he contacted me also last week and said people are – actually hitting them up left and right now so he's like wow i'm getting a lot of people i guess you know it's, it's finally sinking in so he's given done deals 15 percent. i know he's giving it that's his done deal plus he throws in a t-shirt so can't go wrong there support him small small business awesome product world cup you know when he wins uh guinness book of world's records multiple times in his pumpkin uh, entries now he's moving into the cannabis sphere so if you want to talk to somebody who understands soil science, that's your guy. Uh, also, New England guy. So if you're from New England, you can even you may understand him. Everybody else, you may probably won't. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, and uh, guys over at GreenFarms.co, uh, I just saw that JW cut his beard off. It was sad. He's down to a little goatee and a mustache. Must be hard. Must be hard. But he's still the JW we all know, and he still gives great deals. He also is the uh, owner of uh, uh, the uh, <laughs> the uh, grow shop in uh, Louisville, which is uh, Green Farms Feed and Seed. And, of course, uh, Buffalo, which has been on our show many times. He's taken over that product, added that to the quiver. He's got Rasta Worms. And at that grow shop in Louisville, it's uh, almost 90, you know, it's, there's some, there are some salt products on the shelf, very few, 90% all organic, um, and just a great wealth of information there. Also, they have a dispensary, which is a medical dispensary in Colorado Springs. So if you have a medical card in, in Colorado and you live near the Springs or you're in the area and you want to get uh, 100% uh, organically grown, no-till, now that they're on like the third or fourth round, things are really dialed in. Uh, it's awesome. They have all that on the menu. So you can check them out at greenfarms.co and, and look at the website and go for that. <clears throat> and are we down to James already? No, we're not down to James. Or one more. Is James and Illuminar? Oh, Illuminar. Jesus Christ. Well, Illuminar, we're going to wait. We'll wait. Like, going to get a confirmation. Yeah, because we're going to do that a little bit later in the show. We'll, we'll do the, the giveaway like at the end of the show. So, okay. so we'll, now we're we'll on mention now. But we're going to get them on the show, do the giveaway. That'll be the climax of the show. <laughs> so we'll see. Okay. Uh, but what we will do is talk about, before we talk about James and his incredible company, we'll mention Treasure, 
in Barcelona. If you're in Barcelona and you happen to be there right now, listening to this show, you're like, where do I go? You go, you look on, just get out your uh, phone and you look up Treasure, T-R-E-S-O-R, and that's a guaranteed done deal right there in the heart of Barcelona. You'll feel so empowered when you roll through the door. They've got a beautiful selection of cannabis and, ha and hash, super cool staff, great spot. And Petey will be there with open arms, and he will say, oh, my God. Adam's ruining me. All these done deals because we have actually swamped him. It's been quite good lately. A lot of people have been going through. Nice. See, they they want you to give him the done deal, and then when they start giving it, they realize, holy shit, these done deals are really good, almost too good. <laughs> so, yeah. But 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 Petey, uh, your one stop shop there for good quality genetics and good quality people. He's also got some. I heard he's got some Sage Master Select seeds there. I heard. That's what I heard. And speaking of Sage Master Select and speaking of seeds, we've got our final, before our final, final, our main sponsor, before our other main sponsor. See how we have like multiple everything? Okay. We have the backup main sponsor in case the other main sponsor just completely flakes out on us. <laughs> but no way, main sponsors, that's what they don't do. They don't flake out. And James has not flaked out. He's been doing, he's been rocking with us for years, literally years now. And uh, one of the you know tr most trusted seed banks, that's a big thing in the industry. That's what the whole thing's about. It's all about trust because you're giving people genetics that are, you know, important. And they're giving you hard-earned cash, bro. But actually, you're, it's such a good deal. I don't even know. It's like, are you even getting the hard-earned cash? Maybe it's just some just some, some flicks. Ah, nothing. That's cheap. You're getting some cheap deals lately. Uh, yeah, but well, we're just... Getting also uh, quality... quality Tell us, tell us, Jerry. Hey, James. Well, the uh, the website's had some issues as of as of recently. We'll get that back to track. Um, our current host kicked us off twice. We tried to get a Canadian company, and they kicked us off. And um, so they just it's worked. How many times have you been kicked off? <laughs> of everything. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. You, if, you, if, you are literally. If, if we didn't tell on each other, shit would be fine, you know. But everybody wants to tell on each other, and so uh, it's hard for me to hide, and everybody keeps pointing the finger at me. So, <laughs> but now we're going through. Uh, we're having a whole entire new build. So that that new website uh, will come in, in two months, and it'll be it's awesome. And it's uh, the guys who built uh, an EA Sports game website are actually building it. So it's quite a chunk of change, but it should be uh, everything um, everything and then some. We'll have all your account info, uh, everything, ticker tape, little thing across the top, daily flash sales, all kinds of cool shit. Nice, dude. But um, right now this and, month for and, and, and this eight. is one that. And this is one that is pretty secure, so you, you have a good feeling that it'll be there for a while and it won't be any issues? Or... Correct. Yeah, it's definitely secure. We've got uh, fired a whole, uh, entire security team to make sure of that. We've we've even started, we're, so we're currently processing through Mexico, which is because, you know, no United States banks will fucking take uh, cannabis money. And so, um, except for this new company, which we just signed up for recently, is, is called Zudaca. And so right now, one of the big specials are if you pay using Zudaca, I'll give you a free 10-pack of Obsolete, um, which nice. is a free damn good deal. And, and the way Zudaca works is this. They're a virtual – they have a virtual card system. And so you would mm -hmm. preload this card with your money. And so your bank mm -hmm. would see that you preloaded the card to Zudaca. And that's all they see. Then you take that card number, whatever it is, and then you can go buy things with different companies that are with them. If you've got a lot of cannabis companies, mm -hmm. then use the card number – to buy those seeds or buy uh, allegedly buy that gear from my from my website allegedly, 
Um, uh, and that way, the, the credit card company never sees my website or what you bought. They just see a preload onto a card. And then, so there's no there's no issues with your banks. It's all domestic. It's much better. Um, and so we're just uh, we'd like people to switch over using that. Understand it's new. It's the it's the, basically the green friendly version of PayPal, except they don't steal your money. So everybody's um, signs up for that right now. Gets a free ten pack of Obsolete, which is pretty awesome. Um, which uh, shout out to Obs. He's back. Uh, finally got him to come back out of hiding. Um, you can follow him on Instagram under the Wizard of Obs. Uh, he's got some some fire. Um, this month's specials, real, real quick, uh, we've got a grab bag, tier one, 30 bucks, so that's a five pack, and it's going to be a random five pack, any one of my five packs, it could be Sage Master, it could be TH Seeds, it could be Homegrown, it could be La Plata, it could be uh, Swamp Donkey, uh, anybody, uh, it could be a serious five pack, it's just a random five pack, a tier two bag, it's just two five packs, so those are normally 48 bucks a piece, um, we're doing them two for 60, so uh, tier two is two five packs, so that's a really good deal, plus sign up for Zudaka, you're getting... So damn. So if you if you've got a tier two grab bag, you get two two five packs, which is ten seeds for sixty bucks. Pay through it for Zudaka and get another ten pack of obsolete. So that's twenty seeds for sixty bucks. So mm-hmm. uh, that's a pretty decent deal right there. I just noticed. So yeah, <laughs> do that. Um, and other than that, yeah, this is just uh, a real important thing. I know that I watched the the, the Philos episode last last week. I didn't want to call in because I didn't want to be associated in any sort of way with those guys. Or I'm not even on the same channel or tube or program. Um, I listened to them painfully as they just spewed the propaganda bullshit that we've all kind of known was happening. Um, when I first questioned them, I said, hey, you know, I, I'm a business guy. I look at your, what you're doing and, you know, seven bucks for a, a, a female test isn't going to, it doesn't cover the overhead. What's, what are you doing with Where is it going? They didn't have the right answers, and so I, of course, that we're, we're done with them. We, we associate with them, and then we stop saying. And I know that, like, um, I was going to just break it down section by section from what all the, the bullshit he said last year, last week. But I figured I'd call the breeders because those are the guys who are really affected. Those are the guys that have been lied to. Um, I know that Mobley said that he's got deals and re- licensing and registrations and all those things with all these breeders. Uh, and, of course, if I asked him who, and I've tagged him on the thing, so he's welcome to join me. If you ask him who, he's going to tell me that. Uh, it's under disclosure. On disclosure, he can't, he can't tell me those things so he's working with, yada, yada. Well, I work with 50 of the blacks that are some of the top breeders in the world, if not definitely in the United States. And none of them are getting money. So he's not talking right. to any of those guys about breeding. Uh, well, it's exactly like it's, it's a total like, music style thing. You know, it's like the first time that... Uh I had a guy walk into my store or I had to pay them uh, some money, like a lot of money too. It was like 400 euros a year to play any music in my store. This is in Amsterdam, right? And I was like, what? Are you fucking kidding me right now? And it was like, yeah, but we're going to give it to the artists. You know what I mean? And I'm like, listen, everything I'm playing are friends of mine that you're definitely not giving money to. I can guarantee you that, you know? And they were like, no, but you have to pay it. That's the law. You know what I mean? And I was like, what? And, you know, scammers in a sense that they were definitely trying to push, you know, you don't have to pay it. It's like one of those things where they come and pressure you over and over again and make it sound like they're doing all this great stuff. And it's kind of the same deal. It's like all of a sudden you got a guy who says that he's going to take in and give you some, not really an exclusive, but put it on this pedestal and say, okay, this is a, this is a fellow approved strain. And then, therefore, you can add value to it. But the problem is that uh, at this point in time, there's no added value when you put the Phyllis name on it if it's not being recognized by 
the community, in my opinion. You know what I mean? It can only be it only works if the community accepts it. You know what I mean? And they had some sort of acceptance, but now I feel like at the end of this thing, at the end of the show last week, I was like, well, that's sorry. They need to start over. Really, there's there's no way. You know, there's no way. There's no way you can do that. You know. Completely, and that's what I was surprised that 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 he was asking well, well you for advice about that. But just like and like and how, how, how do you think a, you should have had which, which is a terrible idea. I'm, let me tell you right now, if you're asking me for advice. I wasn't going to go there, but you know what I mean. Like if that's you're going to for business advice, you know you're fucked up already. Um, just yeah. <laughs> no, uh, uh, he you know he, he asked you know we we never expected this kind of blowback, and I was like, what the fuck? When I first saw it, I was like. I immediately was upset. So I was like, okay, so if you're this stupid to come out and tell people you're doing a breeding program, you either already have everything that you need, or you're never, and you know how that you're not going to get anything else. But you've got to know that by coming out and, and saying that shit, you get cut off. And they didn't expect it. It's, I mean, it's, it's literally what happens in any industry, no matter what it is. Same with music, same with sports, same with car you know, real estate, whatever it is, you get into that world, like you can be friends with this person and then the day you go, hey, guess what? I'm going to do the same thing you're going to do. You know what I mean? And you're like, really? And then if that person was was prodding you for information before and telling you that they're not going to use it, well, that's, and, and you would never expect that you, every door would get slammed in your face, right? And that doesn't matter what industry it is. And the same, like, again, like when you're, you know, when you're friends with a DJ, it's one thing, but when you become the DJ and you step up next to him, it's not like he's going to, he may have shared tracks with you earlier, but he may not share the tracks with you anymore because now you're his direct competition. You're like, why would I give you my latest track? But now I know you're not just sitting in your room playing it, but you're actually going to go get paid for it with the music that I'm handing you. You know what I mean? This is very similar. Yeah, it's, 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 it's pure fuckery and it's really bad for the industry. And then, and then the scary thing is, like I said, if they... We have uh, a new caller on too. Hello, hello, hello. 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 That's awesome. You know, well, it's just one of those things where, like, you know, again, like, I think you've probably noted and everybody else that when they came on my show two years ago, we kind of all were thinking, well, this is going to be great because we can actually, you know, plant our fucking flag and say we did this and sort of put yourself in a position. But I think a lot of us also saw that there was a lot of, inconsistencies within the testing itself like i i literally sent in tests to them i only did like four in the end because the what i did was send them 10 and really only had you know eight you know six of them and doubled up and did all these little red herrings and kind of failed on every one of those points you know what i mean where it was like things that were 100 percent related were not coming up related on the on the fucking thing so i don't know if you had the same or if you had even entered it did you even give them anything then um, they tried, man. Um, the first time, my, my first encounter with Philos, um, I, I had seen a few flaws in what they were doing. Uh, I noticed that, that, that just data that was up there, the matrilineal and patrilineal data about what should have been related and what should be identical and what shouldn't be, it was all, it was all confusing. Like, there, it, it, didn't, it didn't ring true. So 
um, I made a point about that on my Instagram. And, of course, Ben called me up within minutes, dude. Called me up. Hey, let me give you some free phylos testing kits. You know, this and that. And, uh, yeah, you know, if you, don't, if you don't trust us, you know, you can ask the Open Cannabis Project. They'll vouch for us. And, you know, they're anti-trademark. So, um, you know, I, I had that conversation and I left feeling like, well, I didn't get a lot of answers. But, you know, mm-hmm. maybe the Open Cannabis Project thing is legit. And, may, you know, if they're vouching for them, maybe, maybe this is something I'm just being too, you know, suspicious about. Well, I talked to Open Cannabis Project, and yeah. it was super unprofessional. Um, they didn't the, the person Beth didn't know a damn thing about what she was talking about. And then I started doing research, and that's where it all came tumbling down. So, no, I didn't submit anything. Right. But, uh, you know, you, you probably saw the same thing that I saw, too, where there'd be, like, you know, outliers that obviously there's going to be, you know, wrong names and things like that. But then there'd sure. be... Uh, just kind of obviously flawed uh, things where you, people were, I mean, I was getting, because I had multiple people sending in exact copies and getting, landing in different spots, you know what I mean? And we're like, we're talking yep. like there's no, so that's, you know, and then, and then the problem is if you're going to, if you're going to sell the, the location to anybody who puts it in, that's the other problem. It's like, it's more like, I could get something from you and send it to them with my name attached to it. Now they're saying that that I have first sort of dibs, which is, doesn't make any sense because I got it, you know, I got it from, from you. So, and yeah. then you, you're, I'm, I'm, blo- I'm cock blocking you. So people can, the more people that send in the more things, the, the, like I'm going to make rich because I'm going to cock block all these famous people that already have genetics that are too, you know, <laughs> too suspicious to actually send them in and now they have control in their world you know which i don't know there, there, there's a few major flaws there 100 so, oh, so sure. tell me what um, you find out um, all right when you went digging so uh you know i i had on um kevin uh, i think his last name is mckernan i don't know how to pronounce it but um from medicinal genomics yesterday now medicinal genomics in all fairness they are a direct competitor of Phylos, and I, I don't know much about them. But I wanted to have them on because, one, I wanted to see if they would come on, knowing full well that, you know, Phylos and me are not on good terms. But I'm also not necessarily very a very trusting person inherently, and I'm going to throw hard questions at people if I can, you know. And, 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 and with this kind of data, I'm not even that well-versed in it. So a lot of it was left up in the air. In, in my opinion, I don't, I, I'd like to have them back on again. And he seems available mm-hmm. for that. But I had him on and uh, asked some questions because I do know he understands the DNA, what's being sequenced, what they can what they can tell you, and what they can't tell you. And with the data that Phylos is giving everyone on those little charts, all that is is how heterozygous or not heterozygous the plant is, or heterozygous or homozygous the plant is. It's not based on direct familial relation, any of it. It's based on it's based on variants in genotypes and phenotypes, variants being the key word. So they're comparing stuff not quite by is it directly related matrilineal or patrilineally. It's based on does this have the same amount of variance as this clone. And, and we all know crowdsourcing, crowdsourcing uh, clones isn't the best idea because a lot of the best clones in the world are held, held by very few, but because of mm-hmm. that there are a lot of fake or, or renamed clones put out in place of it, you know? 
Um, you'll often in cannabis, you'll find more fakes than you will of the real thing. So they're doing it kind of backwards with that. Um, in the digging that well, I did yesterday after. Oh, good. No, 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 no. Go ahead. If you're you're going to come on something juicy here. Give it to me. <laughs> no, no, I, had, I was, I was just going to say, I was okay. Yeah, keep going. Sorry, I thought you, went, I thought you said no. I was juicy. I was done. I have the juicy stuff. No, I don't. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so I had McKernan on, and um, and and that it was. He had some very interesting stuff. Uh, people can go watch it on YouTube, or you know, it's up on YouTube if you want to see it and recap it. Um, but that wasn't the real, the real info. After after the show, I had someone that is very. I, I'll leave it kind of generic, but let's just say they have very good data about what Phylos is doing and the bigger picture. My biggest question has been: they knew that they were going to get backlash once they announced breeding. They promised to me on that phone call. They promised to a lot of other breeders face to face and on the phone that they would never breed and they would never open a tissue culture lab. They have now done both, and they knew they were going to get backlash for it. So what was the game? What's to be gained from all this, right? Like, that, that's really what we should be asking. Why, why were you willing to do that? Why were you willing to take this big hit? Um, well, I think, oh. it's, I, think it's because, I think it's because if they did try to do what I had suggested to them, which was to open up a completely new entity, that there's no, and that's not worth all, you know, they're trying to get the value of all, of the data they have, the name that they have, and the fact that they've already been public about what they're doing, and probably thought that it's worth the risk to get bought up eventually by somebody with for worth, you know, $500 million and, or something. And, and, and you're on to something seriously hot there, uh, Adam. That would be a good idea. Zoinks! 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 Tell me. Carry on, Carry on, Mr. Riot. Okay, so, yeah, um, so the person gave me a few names to start pulling on some threads. He said, uh, one of them was GWN. Now, we all know GW Pharma, right? I mean, we know that Sam and Rob were a part of that at one time. They say they're not anymore. That's fine. Um, but there's a company right now buying up dispensaries left and right. Uh, the past six months, I think they bought 30 in Portland, Oregon. Uh, GW End, also known as Proof Cultivar. If you go to the GW End website, it it has uh, Proof Cultivar's logo up, which is an announced partner of Phylos. Um So that's that's a suspicious groundworks. They call themselves GW. There's I, there's no there's no direct connection that I know of, but it's it, it's suspicious at least. But so I started digging through who Groundworks was, who who are these partners that Phylos is partnering up with. And one name I kept seeing, and it's one name that I already knew, and that everybody constantly says, oh, this is one of the good guys. This is one of the good guys. It's, um, I have it written down here. A guy named Jeremy Plum. Uh, Jeremy Plum was one of the original people to start the Open Cannabis Project. Um, now, I, I mentioned earlier, when Phyllis talked to me, they used Open Cannabis Project as a way to vouch for them, not being about, uh, for being about anti-trademarking and all this stuff. What they didn't tell me was that Phylos, uh, one of the owners, Mowgli Holmes, and Jeremy Plum, this guy Jeremy Plum, that's a part of all these other corporations, were the ones who started the Open Cannabis Project. So it would be like me, you know, having a, a shell company that doesn't have my name attached to it and telling customers, yo, you, dude, I'm legit. You, they'll vouch for me, you know? 
Um, you're vouching for yourself. So, yeah, you're vouching yeah, for yourself, no, actually. The classic. Basically, circle jerk yourself, in a sense. Reach so around. Exactly. Give yourself a reach around. Giving yourself a reach <laughs> around. That's... That, and that sounds so a little too so classy. A little too close to GW Pharmaceuticals to me, like 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 big, you know what we've all been scared of that that little partner over there. It's just a little too coincidental. It's very interesting, and um, if you go back on IC Bag, some of the first posts about Phylos were Rob and and Dave Watson, Sam, talking um, proactively about Phylos, saying, "Yeah, everybody should get in on this. Everybody should get in on this." And then you have Ryan Lee, also known as Chimera. Um, calling Kevin McKernan, telling him, you know, you need to apologize to Philos publicly. You need to stop speaking out against them. They're good people. You know, and Chimera's got a respected name, just like Rob does. And, and in all honesty, and I, I say this all the time, man, like, Rob is, was the end-all, be-all of cannabis for me. That dude knows more than I... He's forgotten more than I could ever know. And um, I've had a huge amount of respect for that guy. But everywhere I see fingerprints of him, I see fingerprints of Dave Watson, and I see fingerprints of Ryan Lee, and it's all bad when you start looking up their patenting, their patenting uh, habit. Um, it's all personal gain, nothing to do with uh, the overall, the overall medical benefits of this plant. Um, with that said, Dave Watson and Rob have done more for this plant as far as research than anyone else. So it's a double-edged sword with those two. But in this case. They have their thumbprints all over Phylos. Um, I Rob's still on the board of Phylos. Uh, I know he's your good friend, Adam. And that's, uh, honestly, yeah. when I heard the show last week, I, that was my main concern. Like, I was like, wow, is it going to be softball? Because, I mean, you have a vested interest in your friend, right? In a way. I mean, and then the thing is, that, like, as you can tell, I, I do throw softballs half the time because I figure, you know, I, I'm not the investigative reporter type to sit around and try to, like, get to give you the gotcha moment every time. But I think at this moment, they just kind of dug their own grave. And with Rob and, and his in, in interest in the whole thing, in the beginning, he, he did come to me also and he told me you should give these guys as many old things you have. But, you know, he, he kind of emphasized, too, that they don't have to be a living germ blast and it can just be something dead, which at that point in time, okay, that's, that is interesting if you have dead seeds that you know aren't going yeah. to sprout and you can try to get some sort of information out of them. That, that's something. So I 100%, you know, I was interested, but in my laziness and super lazy assness, I never gave him nothing except some like uh, land, land race that I had, which you know was kind of just like, okay, I have these old land race Moroccans and I have these old land race uh, Lebanese and Turkish and stuff. So it was kind of like I figured I was doing my my bid, you know, to put into the industry. But I didn't give him anything except I only I did three things on the galaxy. I think it was a sage, sage and sour, and a dark star. And that was it, you know. And then the rest, I kind of was yeah. like, eh, too lazy to get it together. <laughs> but um, I don't think that Rob actually, you know, the whole thing with Rob back in the day, I remember so many times hearing all these uh, rumors and things. And the thing is, I, I know, you know, he was lucky to, him and him and Watson were lucky to live the dream and have the first, you know, legal per government permission to grow cannabis to any, like, American in any kind of way, shape, or form, except for Mississippi University or something like that, right? So they were, you know, had greenhouses. I met their partners. I saw what they did. And it was definitely not, you know, they weren't working for the man, but they were working with the man because you have to. There's no way you can do it, a government thing, without actually having to deal with the, the cops in a sense of, you know, 
the DA, of course, is interested, and they want to know who's up, and they're going to run you through things. Sure. But if they were, but if they were making, if they were like, if everything that people said about them was true, they'd be just crushing game right now. They'd have so much money. They'd be doing so well. And I know how those guys live. It's like they're just like you know, kind of middle middle class. And Rob, you know, Rob, he, he's lucky enough to travel and do his things. But that's all just for jobs. You know what I mean? He's really they're very tight guys who get a lot of grief and a lot of things. I think they set themselves up probably. Like especially with GW and also all these other things, I think their their intentions were definitely to, like everybody in a sense, uh, not necessarily control it, but be the, the first maybe to have registered genetics or the first, you know, what I mean things like which we all we all in a sense kind of have to do if we want to expand and become real, uh, you know, and compete because now it sucks, you know. Now it's like all of a sudden you're like, even with the hemp varieties, they have to be certified, and even to the point of you know. They're tracking everything from A to B, like they like they said they were going to do, and now they have the capability to, to do it. And uh, yeah, I I think they're overly blamed for a lot of stuff which they don't necessarily have much control over. I don't think you know. And GW is a lot of other people too involved, which are quite scummy, and that's why I never supported them as a company because I always I always felt that they were coming at it from the wrong angle, you know, which. Obviously, proved sure. itself true in the last couple of years, right? There's my rant. Sorry, had to head up. No, throw no, it out it, there. it's it's important. I think you know. Um, as far as Sam and Rob, like, there's a lot of rumors, there's a lot of speculation, but there's no there's no factual data. So there's not that's neither here nor there on on their past or how they ended up working with the DEA, the their competitors being shut down everywhere they go. That that stuff is fact. But we don't know like about anything else, and we can leave it at that. With that, and as far as how they're living, you know, maybe they're bad with money. But the fact is, they've been at the head of every every money making uh, scheme that's gone on, and a lot of bad, bad, bad hands being played in the cannabis world. And uh, usually, it's Sam at the forefront of it, Dave Watson, and Rob kind of just lingering in the back. But, you know, and everybody kind of likes Rob because he's done cool shit and he's brilliant. Um, so it, it, it's a hard one. And, and the line's kind of drawn in the sand now. You know, Philos announced um, in this breeding campaign, they, they sent out an email. And got, I bet they re- really regret including me on that email. I don't know why they did. But they also included a lot of my friends, like their pictures on this email saying, these are our breeding partners. And those people are now having to draw lines in the sand saying, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not what we agreed to be a part of, you know. And and now it's up to those guys. It's up to guys like Rob Clark, who have major stroke in this community, to say, you know, well, I, 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 you know, we we got these supposedly unviable feet from you guys with the intention of doing good work with it. That is not where it's going now, and they need to take a stand if that's their stand. Um, I asked Kevin Jodry, another another person, Wonderland Nursery. I asked him straight up after the Philos thing. I tagged him on on IC. And I asked him what his mm-hmm. stance was, and he firmly stood with Philos. Um, so this is one of those cases where, where corporate's coming to head-to-head with the black market, and uh, lines are being drawn, you know, and, and people have to pick a side. And the people who don't are sitting on their hands, you know, and, and, and they're going to be sad in the end when they look back and say, I, I, I was quiet when I could have done something. Yeah, well, you know, our tagline is the crossroads between cannabis and the mainstream, right? And it's sad but true. Like, when when Mitch came up with that, 
it was not there yet. We weren't there yet, but now we're almost passing it. We're getting to that weird zone where it's like so fucking mainstream. It's almost making me want to gag sometimes because you know yeah. we're we're move, we're moving so fast. And it was a fucking Taco you know, Bell CBD burger. Are you kidding me? A CBD burger at fucking Jack in the Box. Was, no. Uh, you just said Taco Bell and Jack on the Bus. I think it was actually it was Carl's Jr. <laughs> 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 one of them. One of them. Regardless, there's a CBD fucking burger. That's way too mainstream. That's 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 over the top. That's like yeah. Way. And then we're not. And 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 at the same time, uh, we've we've all dreamt of it from the time we were fucking smoking weed. You know, like imagine if you could buy it in the store. Imagine if you could just. You know, and we dreamt that it was going to be great, and now we're there, and we're all a little bit like pissed off because, just like our favorite band getting popular, all of a sudden it's like, fuck! Now they're popular. These guys suck. You know what I mean? And their music is probably better than it was in the beginning, but it's just because you don't want to deal with be part of the crowd. You know, so so now what do we do, guys? I don't know. We have to come up come up with something new. No, but it feels like it's encroaching like that, where it gets weirder and weirder, and, and when people, when when just the thought of somebody's taking your genetics, categorizing them, and then selling them, and even if it's just a profile of it or a, or a you know, so, something along those lines where technically somebody can't steal it, just the fact that they have your, your info that you probably took forever to have and probably grew that thing for 10 years before you ever got any info on it, and finally all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, now everyone's just going after what I did, you know? And that's, that's the part I think yeah. that pisses off a lot of growers, you know? And, and I will be fair, Ilo, from the beginning, in their terms of service, it says, and, and I quote, by using Phylos' products and services, each customer grants Phylos the right to use, improve, copy, distribute, analyze, and, and, and in word here, transform the genetic data generated from each test. Um, that data is, is money to them. Now, they keep saying that they're open source. They use that word repeatedly, repeatedly, because they know it rings in people's heads like open source, like software, free for everyone to use. But that's not necessarily sure. two years. It's been two years since they published any full data and, uh, on from any of their plants. So they're sitting on this for two years. And during these years, they have the right to sell it. And they're trying, they're trying, and allegedly, allegedly, they took the data to, to Scott's Monsanto's, and, and Scott said, this data is completely incorrect. It's spitting out all kinds of errors, and, and we don't want it. It's, we, we can do a better job than you're doing. So Plan B was enacted. Um, and Plan B was, was almost as early as Plan A. Um, we were given um, a, a PDF presentation from Phylos. Uh, from 2015, early 2016, somewhere in there, it was a PDF presentation, and they came on uh, Canon Today's um, Instagram uh, live feed. And they were answering questions, but they admitted that this PDF is completely real. But in this PDF, it states that their very first goal was to fucking breathe. So, but th this PDF was only given to investors; it wasn't given to the cannabis community. So they were outright lying in that in that in that instance. They were they were misleading, misdirecting, and outright lying. So if they've admitted that being being real, which they have, that's huge. I mean, that, that says everything we, all, we need to know about their intention. And that has nothing to do with them even selling the data. That has to do with them using what they have to breed. Get these markers. Get these alleles. All, all these markers that they have that show, you know, certain profiles, they can turn these on and off. 
You know, uh, the CRISPR gun is not is not science fiction. It's been around for a while. The, the data is so important. They don't really need the genetic material anymore. Right, which is which is what they had to have known that was going to happen as soon as they made the announcement. But I just got a, a text message from uh, Darren at Bethesda, and uh, he's and he says it right, knows this too. But the the administrative password to Phyllis Galaxy used to be Auto Flower Allele. Wonder if they'll be getting yeah. the Auto Auto Flower yeah. game soon. I'm driving in the mountains, or else I call in. But you know what I mean? Like yep. that's the end game, Auto Flower. So <laughs> pretty, pretty. Yeah, that was that was telling itself, man. The, their administrative password they left they left all that data to be stolen. By the way, by by <laughs> by leaving this password up to be seen, they, it was just it's just all bad. It's it's reckless. Their PR campaign to try to spin all this shit, get on every podcast they could after the announcement was reckless. Um, their own words come back to haunt them. I mean, and they keep name-checking me and everything they're fucking doing like I'm ahead of some fucking, you know, evil pitchfork campaign. And, and that the fact is, I'm the one saying they're not doing shit. People handed it to them, you know? That, that, that's where it's at. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. They've handed it to them. Uh, You're muted, Adam. Sorry, I was doing a yeah. That was the worst uh, PR move ever if that was considered a PR move. So it's like one of those, uh, it, that would have been the, the first thing that should be fired from any, any anybody who's actually calling themselves a PR person with them. Because what do we got? What do we got? I can't remember. I just, I, I just sent it to, uh, to MTI, but it's it's their, it's their password uh, on, a, on a stall. Oh, you, you, oh, you did? Oh, good MTI, throw it up, bro. I think they change it. I hope. I hope they're that. Oh, time. obviously. I mean, if, or or they not just just try to have that shit stolen. We didn't. We didn't give it up. It, it was stolen from us. We don't know what happened. Oh gosh. Oh well, fucking set your password. Not just do one, two, three, four. You know what I mean? Like we didn't set it up to be stolen. Dude, like, I mean, they're just they're, they're, they're lying. They're really fucking key. Fuck. You just told everybody my password. Thank you very much. <laughs> I know. <laughs> one, two, you're fucking me up. All right. I know what I'm doing after the show. So, uh, what's the, what's the, well, I mean, obviously the idea was good as far as getting stuff into a, a galaxy or some sword categorizing and things, but now you think this is going to really affect all these other people trying to get into the game? Because, I mean, who's gonna, who, who do you trust now? You know what I mean? Like, Obviously, you had uh, what was the guy you had on the other day there, right? Uh, Kevin McKernan from Medicinal Genomics. Medicinal Genomics, yeah. He's and they they seem like they're poised to take on a lot of uh, new business after this one, you know. Yeah, um, they they have some good ideas that they brought and mentioned. I'd like to see them implemented. They were talking about a home PCR scanning system, so that you never have to give your actual genetic material. To them, yeah, but, I, mean, I, heard, I heard about this, uh, the data. It was kind of a blockchain or something like that, right? Yeah, correct, correct. It, it it was an encrypted blockchain, um, but it's still the the value is in the data. If they if they write the blockchain, they have they have the encryption, and, and that's that. But mm-hmm. just not every genetic materials is is a good step. The transparency with which he answered questions, I thought, was really cool. The fact that, you know, he he said, you know, I can't promise that we won't sell the data. I can't promise that, you know, we're not going to get offered this, but I'll be upfront about it and, and tell you that. And they're, and they're having a few different options that they're implementing where people can um, 
choose to be a part of public data, public data that's actually shared, private data that's not shared, private data that's shared. Um, there's all kinds of different options. And, and if that's true and if it's implemented, that's a, that's a positive step, I'd say. But at the same time, you know, this is another guy um, that, that has an agenda that, that is going to make money off data. So everybody needs to do their due diligence, you know, and that's, that's, that's mostly what my, my whole point of having gone was. Uh, the due diligence that needs to be done. Let's start asking these questions. Let's see if they'll answer them, you know? Yeah. No, it's uh, it, it definitely, again, like I said, as far as Phylos uh, goes, they're going to have a hard time putting anything into the breeding world now is, is, except for in corporate level things, which, you know, more power to them. They're probably that... that is more their people, obviously, by the by the, the way that they moved, you know, through this thing. So, uh, but at the end of the day, uh, I think it's a lot to do. I think right now we we can do a lot of self uh, uh, commissioning of strains, and that's one of the reasons that I think they fucked up. Is that at the very beginning, it was offered to them on through me and through other friends to help them with their data points, at least getting them the original material of things we could, we, you know, like for instance, sours and OGs and things like that. And of course, you know, once we, you know, we, we introduced them, uh, to Josh, but you know, at the end of the day, that was, that was all they needed. You know what I mean? They didn't need any more. And then they never took the, uh, original data that we wanted to give them, which kind of made everything flawed from day one. You know what I mean? Cause if you know it, if you know it's wrong or there's a possibility yeah. that it could be wrong, then you've already skewed everything from, from the get-go, which is obviously not the point, right? That's it, exactly. Um, and and uh, I, someone pointed it out in chat, and it's true, the, the first the first thing that Kevin McKernan said, and, and it was probably the most transparent thing, and it was pretty punk rock, was to say, you know, I asked, uh, how can we trust you? What, 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 is it, what is the reason that we're trusting you over Philos? And he said, don't fucking trust me. That's about as transparent as you can get, and I did appreciate that. Right, right. Yeah, I think it's uh, unfortunate because we also see how quickly things are going to move, and it happened in Holland too. Which you know, at the end of the day, there was probably like maybe between four and pieces of any quantities. You know, there was people doing small bits and pieces, but for the most part, not even that many. Like, like out of those four probably in the end they all group up and do it together anyway because it became slimmer and slimmer but for the most part anybody who's doing large-scale breeding over there was wholesaling it to eight or ten companies by the time you know sometimes more sometimes some of them were doing 40 companies you know what i mean and so you saw the rise of all these sub seed companies which will happen here too and already is you already see it starting to develop where you know that those people have never touch the plant you know what i mean they're just marketing and of course our packaging and our marketing in america is you know head 10 times better than what you'll see in europe as far as for the most part mostly since and a few other companies like ourselves would put a little more energy into our packaging but for the most part a lot of places it was just as simple as possible and as cheap as possible and bang that shit out right and yeah that's kind of what's going to happen in our industry here from the stateside and uh, already is already happening 
but in the meantime, that's why, you know, James's company is so important and having access to the guys who at least shepherd these plans to this point in the fucking existence of time, because soon we're going to lose, we're all going to lose control. We know that there's no way we can compete with the Marlboros of the, you know, unless you want to, it's like one of those, you just got to become that, you know what I mean? And you're like, fuck, I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? So I think kind of a really, uh, hopefully not to that level. We don't care anymore. And that we just, you know, it's all about the numbers, which I mean, I know plenty of people that are like that, but they're not growers. They're brokers or they're, you know, whatever. And that, that, that's all they care about. They might be the owner of the company, but, Usually the person who touches the plants is kind of over that, you know what I mean? I hope so, at least. That's the goal, right? Yeah, that is the goal. And you're right, dude. Like, I don't see a win, a way to win against Scott's money or or, or even even some of these people that are working with Philos. Proof Cultivar, some of their, their owner has a, a billion dollars. He bragged a billion dollars of fluid capital. We cannot mm. battle that unless we have, like, an Elon Musk it somehow gets the wild hair up his ass to care about the the plant, which isn't going to happen, right? So, but the, but we can we can win small battles. I think we can win small battles, and I think that it, in my heart, I truly believe the way we fight black, back is return to our roots. Black market fights back. They didn't beat us the first time when Reagan came after everyone, and they're not going to beat mm-hmm. us this time. They can't get rid of the black market. Sure, and that's the thing that's like. Uh as it gets more and more legal, it's like almost like to the point where it strengthens the black market in the sense that people are now more chill about the smell of weed. They're more chill about somebody, you know, puffing on somewhere. It's not a big deal. And at the same time, you can't pay $65 for an eighth at one place. You know what I mean? It's like, holy shit. And it's all this packaging and crazy. And then you look at the black market and we're actually like more eco-friendly. Right? We use less packaging. Yeah. You hear the bat. Here's a fucking baggie. <laughs> and smoke some weed right so you know we may give them a fucking uh we may give them a a a jar if we're if we're feeling nice you know what i mean but for the most part it's fucking baggies or block or or a vacuum bag or something like that and uh yeah you know at the same time when you go to fucking buy 65 dollar eight or some bullshit or like a you know 400 dollar ounce you get like all this shit that you get home with and you're just like, what the fuck are we going to do with this bullshit? You know, and I hate it. So for me, it's like, I don't, I don't buy weed at dispensaries. The only time I ever see the packaging is during shows and whatever, you know, maybe I'll, but when I go to my friend's houses, they're just like, my God, look at this place. It's like 8,000, you know, medicine bottles that all had one blood in them or something. You know what I mean? It's just some, it's literally some bullshit. I hate that. You know, for me, that's like the yeah. biggest pet peeve in the industry. And it's like where you can right away see where the people are coming from usually. Like if they're just all gold and boiled out and super douchey packaging, you know, you're like, oh my God, this weed is going to suck, you know. And if it's just honest and smart and recyclable, then, then you know it's going to be probably fire, right? Because those people are conscious in the long run. And so I don't know. Anyway, I hate the, the fact that the... the People that are in charge of testing and telling people what's what feel that they're gonna, you know, uh, make money on just people all of a sudden, you know, having their uh, Phylos approved strain that they put into the galaxy and 
again, like I said earlier, maybe they didn't even fucking, maybe it wasn't theirs, but they put it in the galaxy and then they paid them a bunch of money and then everybody knows it's original. But again, at the end of the day, it's very, uh, it doesn't mean shit. If we don't, if, if we as growers all just say, well, that's bullshit, which we can, we have that power. And at this point in time, I feel like I've seen enough mistakes. You've seen enough mistakes. Other people have seen enough mistakes to say, yeah, this is a flawed thing anyway to begin with. So actually the galaxy's almost dog shit, basically. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. really mean anything. So, eh, you know, I feel like at this point, if you're going to start bidding, if you're going to start breeding, you're stuck in 2019. I'm sorry. We'll never progress forward because at this point, you're pretty much, you know, this, you're, you're starting an ending. It's like if you went around and stole everybody's cuts and then started growing, maybe opened up your dispensary in the same town as you just stole cuts off of every major grower and then opened up a dispensary and was like, oops, sorry, you know what I mean? And then named them all after yourself or whatever or you know, had someone else come in and pay some other guy to name them whatever they wanted, you know, and it has that feeling from the, from the get go. So it's definitely a hard pill to swallow. You know, there, there's 199 people watching right now and that's 199 people that are trying to get educated about this. And that, that I'm not an optimistic person. People that know me know I'm a fucking horrible pessimist, but kind of a grump, but that, I can be really optimistic that that many people care enough about this topic to come in and watch this live. So that, that's fucking rad. Yeah, and, and I think it's part of, partially because you know, a lot of, a lot of a the lot people of, that listen to the show are... Where am I getting the echo from? I don't know. Did yeah, someone, that was someone turn on their speaker or something? Or did your Bluetooth give out? Dave Watson. Now my Bluetooth didn't blink. No, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's good now. It's I back, don't know back yeah. to normal now. It's okay. It's a, all right. We're normal. We're normal-ish. Um, don't know where I was, of course. Totally totally lost track of everything I was saying. Donner. Uh, of course, bro. Of course. No, no, I was going to say that, that we, we, we as drummers, uh, like you're saying, all the people listening to the show, uh, you know, I think most of the people that listen to the show are are in the industry or know somebody who are close enough to the industry that they know they smell a fuck. They smell bullshit when they smell bullshit, and they also smell, you know, corporate bullshit mostly because that's what's coming around lately. That's like, that's the latest kind of bullshit that we're having to deal with. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, in the sense, when I asked him about Sagenta and the companies that I would hope that he would say no, he said. Yes, and he said he, he would, you know, sort of not not say no. You know what I mean? It was just like, no, that's not the answer I want to hear. You know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, right away, it's like red flags all over the place. And I think it was pretty just, uh, just uh, where did that come from? Telling you. Is that you, James? It, yeah. It is, James? It is James. It's, it's me sometimes. And when I unmute my mic, it started doing it. So I'll mute my mic and I'll stop. Okay. Oh my god. Fucking James. <sighs> but yeah, we can we can uh, do our own self preservation just like we used to do with our own self regulation when it came to like people who would slang shitty weed. You know what I mean? If somebody had bad weed and they were trying to sell it, and you were 
as a grower and a, and, a, and a guy who you know gave weed to other people, your your point of thing would be like, yeah, that should swag, and you tell your friends, and then slowly you'd close them out. You know, what I mean, at a certain point, you, you wouldn't even be allowed to get good weed anymore, just because we all kind of. If you're trying to sell shitty weed to people, I you know, and fuck people over, you're out. You know, like we kind of self-regulated each other, and now that's all gone because everything's internet, everything's mail order, everybody's connected to somebody very easily, either through internet, which people are crazy, they'll just I had a hundred pack, and people are like, okay, I'll be like, really, you get a hundred pack through fucking Facebook or something? You know, but people are doing it. You you've seen it, I'm sure yourself. Uh, oh yeah. So people are people are getting real stupid, and I think hemp's going to make it even worse because now you got tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of kilos moving across state lines in trucks and in, you know with COAs and cops wasting tons of money, and there's just going to be a lot of this shit going down in the next few years. And I think it's going to be, I think we'll be legal by next year, by 2020. I think we will be close enough to legal to a vote is made and people make a decision and I can't see it not passing, you know? So that's kind of my prediction. But, uh, if that happens, then it's fucking, it's going to be berserk. You know what I mean? We think it's bad right now with Philos. When that happens, you better hold on to everything you got because there's going to be guys coming through buying up literally everything like you like they're doing right now on a smaller scale with dispensaries etc but everything will get gobbled up, gobbled up. what what <laughs> james you're fucking my whole flow up every time <laughs> but we will get gobbled up uh quickly and a lot of people will go for it you know there's a lot of people out there that'll hear big numbers and be like sure i'm out thing you know and it's kind of a hard one because as a grower that's the whole fucking thing is keep, you gotta keep relevant, keep moving, keep going forward. And if you, uh, start, uh, seeing big numbers flashed in front of your eyes, then you can walk away from it or do whatever. Or, you know, some people think they're going to have a great position working for somebody else. But as a grower and a breeder, it's almost inherent that you do everything yourself. I think as far as like your, everything internal, because it's the minute you start to get three people in a room and, try to do a breeding project is fucking nightmare you know what I mean like it's like it's really like it's really hard to uh, unless you're doing a collaboration with somebody else and it's their line you know what I mean but if you're trying to do yeah. something together it's good to have somebody to help you out but it's not good to have somebody who's like two people in charge it just doesn't work you know what I mean you really have to it's like it's, it's literally again back to the old same old band thing but if you're like a DJ and you DJ with some, you, it's, it's much harder to have it. I mean, it's good. You can do great in certain gigs because you can play back to back, do all that kind of stuff. But you a lot of times get paid like one DJ because now they're like, fuck you, you're a team now. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden you're like, shit, I can go on my own and make more money on my own. And I'm actually all the talent. And literally you're like the same talent trying to like fucking do the same thing, which is not necessarily the greatest thing. And if you have a grower and a... A business guy who keeps the shit rolling—that's a different story. But when you have actually two growers trying to work together, it's fuck—it's it's hard, you know. What I mean, unless you're both getting paid and do it by somebody else, then it's then it's fine. <laughs> but if you're actually like the bosses, oh, oh that's yeah, super hard. So I think breeders, in a way, are, yeah, I think breeders, in a way, it's much easier to do it as a solo gig 
and you and you know that the there's no confrontation within inside hopefully of what they're really trying to achieve you know instead of being like oh well that's what he likes <laughs> what you know it's hard it's that's hard it yeah, is hard he goes about about pilots and hemp is that when you mentioned hemp to him and what the what they could do for mold and pest resistance and mildew they were like he was like oh really well i mean i i'd have to give it to him if they were if they literally said hey we are going to do breeding to try to find out how to get rid of powdery mildew for all strains but we were not going to release anything and made it kind of clear then it wouldn't be like such a huge deal because i don't think people shouldn't be allowed to breed and i don't think they they should be like told they can never touch a plant because of that but they definitely shouldn't be talking about creating their own strains versions like you know sour diesel phylos approved versions or whatever that 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 just goes like above and beyond insulting you know what i mean at that point really and especially, I mean, one of the companies called it, are you going to allow that to be open source? And he said, no. He said, that's a tough, that's a tough question. And most likely, no. It's like, wait a minute, you, you want everybody to be open source, but yet the shit you're going to be creating, you're not going to be open source. And uh, you see that? It's kind of like, it's kind of like, like I, I, I related a lot to, like, a seed. if I started breeding seeds, like, I would be a shitball. Like, I would be the bad guy because... I'm obviously taking your guys' cuts and taking this shit. Was oh, that would be terrible. That would be, a, that would be a terrible idea. Yeah. Right. So, uh, exactly. It's too shady. It's an nice company who knows all these trade secrets, all these, all the, all, the, all, this, all this, this, this intellectual property. Now they're going to start breeding. They're going to be like, okay, well, you know that this and this that we're looking for is narrowed down. And our galaxy is fucked or it's not fucked. Everybody has the information. They just don't know how to fucking decipher it because they're not used to it. So we're going to use that against you. But we're not going to be in competition, but we're going to sell the same market. We're going to sell your shit. But we're not going to be in competition. Well, the best part is that yeah, I, you know, I, I, I don't worry about Phylos being in competition with anything I do as a breeder, only because no one that is, is one of my customers would likely support it, buy fucking Walmart weed from fucking Phylos. So... That that is an advantage, and they're right. They are not going to be any competition to guys like me and Adam. Right. But, but I feel like we're kind of like the last generation before that shit just kind of goes haywire anyway. Because it's yeah. going to be interesting to see, like, like, like right now, people that are born, you know, at an age where they're if they're hitting around, let's say, uh, six or seven years old, like my kid is right now. Pretty much, they're growing up. In a, such a cannabis-friendly world, that it's going to be a completely different uh, animal, and the idea of of like us being really relevant in our scale that we're doing right now is kind of you know almost I wouldn't say laughable, but at the same time it's almost like it'll you know whatever we're doing is a hobby, if that compared to like what's really going to be going down, and so you know the numbers are already abhorrently low. They're going to go lower. We already know that. It's just going to get cheaper. Things are going to get even less interesting. But it's it's a win-win because no matter how bad it gets, it's still weed and still getting it to a lot of people. You know what I mean? So I love it. I think it's fucking, you know, as the cheaper it gets, the more people are smoking, obviously, or the more people that are dabbing or smoking or fucking eating edibles or whatever they're doing. So 
it's good. It's just sad because we got we we knew when it we're gonna we're gonna definitely see the end of the special times. You know, we're like the hippies in the '60s who had to deal with the fucking '80s. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh my god, dude, we're never gonna get back to this. <laughs> but we did. We did. It just took a few more generations, and all of a sudden, we're right fucking back to where they were. You know what I mean? We're we're just repeating repeating these little cycles, and uh, right now the cycle is getting gobbled. Everyone's getting gobbled up by everybody else, and that's going to keep going on. And people are going to cash out, and some people are going to hang in there. Don't know what's the best choice. <laughs> I've been hanging in too long myself, but you know. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't get invited to those big tables. So, uh, lucky for me, I don't have to make that choice. Oh, you will, my friend. They will come. They will come. They will say hello. <laughs> Not for my Riot. <laughs> We've been looking for you, Mister Riot. So, um, <laughs> what about what about like? Uh, so this is funny though. Now with all this, I think people are going to have a harder time. Like, you can already see, like, tissue culture labs and places like that. Like, that's going to be the next, like, who to trust, right? Because there's only so many oh. labs out there that are Dude, you, that are trusted. You heard what happened with me, right? You just open up a whole can of shit can of worms now, Don. Oh, oh, yeah. That's the way we like to do it. That's what we do around here. We work shit can I, I learned, openers. I learned the hard way. I learned the hard way by trusting. I'm not even, the name isn't even worth mentioning because no one knows who the person is. But um, sure. I entrusted him with my whole mother collection, um, this tissue culture company, and he literally let everything die, everything that I owned. Um, and he was supposed to tissue culture it and hold it while I was moving, all that stuff. So, yeah, dude, I can tell you firsthand, it's not all it's cracked up to be. A lot of these guys that say they can tissue culture haven't, haven't even shown the ability to be able to do it, but they can talk that talk, dude. And it, it's scary. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's, 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 it's want to do, but they're just nobody's able to come through with it and do it. Yep. Yeah, you know, and the thing is, it's one of those like even every time we like, luckily we we had uh, our guys from was it D, DCG Labs? What was the name of the lab? Yes, G. Yeah, and they seem like they seem like they you know they had a good foothold, but. But still, there's a lot of you know. It's definitely not where you'd be. You'd be lucky to, if you kept your collection, you know, for five years to ten years in a tissue culture lab. In my opinion, I think it'd be. I'd be scared as shit. You cost you a lot of money, and there's really no select. There's no guarantee that it's going to come out at all. There really is. Don't be any. I'd say. Personally. Yeah. He actually just knowing my answer personally so um yeah i've been waiting for over a year to get some stuff back from that dude and and he's not the person that that screwed me over that that's just a part of the tissue culture problem like you don't know what diseases it'll get in a lab you know there's a lot of variables to the whole thing so yeah it's it's hard to trust any yeah and i've seen how difficult it's been every time i've watched anybody to try to do tissue culture in even in the nicest of labs, and it was like, okay, if they can't do it in this fucking beautiful lab right here, how the fuck do you think people are going to do it, like, you know, in some converted grow room with a laminar hood or something in the corner? You know, oh, exactly. Like, you know, I think we need a little more than that. Yeah. And uh, so, 
so again, it's one of those, like, I think people are going to start rethinking the idea of, because uh, there's a lot of dreaming going on in that world when it came to, when it came to large scale clone operations for hemp, you know, where people are talking like 50 million plants, you know what I mean? And I'm like 50 million, you know, you, you know how hard it is to make 50 million clones, you know? And, uh, so yeah, there's going to be some, yeah, some interesting times coming up. That's for sure. Yeah, and my thing, like I said, I just wanted to come on and make sure that everybody knew that it was just, yeah, such bullshit. Last we week. haven't. We just saw. Snow was was uh, Snow High going to call in at all or what? Uh, Snow is going to. Uh, he would like to do part two next week. I guess got text from him. Um, he's got some other labs that he's working with some other things. But. Yeah, Snow has had, uh, Fuck this. <laughs> couldn't hang. What? <laughs> yeah. Snow yeah. High couldn't um, hang. But he's, he was also one of the first guys to me paperwork. It was like, hey, he's like, you know, I'm not going to tell you uh, if I was good or bad. He's like, well, I'll just send you some documents and you can make your own decision. And he sends the documents to the article. You have them. So, uh, you know, it's, and that's been a weird thing for me as a as a bank is that half of my guys have been like, "Oh yeah, I was just cool. We, you know, we, we submitted things to them, we gave them this, and we giving them that." And then the other half of my guys are like, "Fuck no! Like, I'm not giving them anything. I'm staying away from them. Um, I haven't submitted anything to them, um, and, and, and I won't. I'm not going to give them any pieces of the puzzle that they don't already have." So you know, they they came out to do a, a, a conjunction with the uh, sample for leaf You could sell all the sleep packs make it easier for them. And I was just like, no, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. Like you've got all this data, and I'm just going to use that part of it. You want to take that the end game? Like it doesn't make sense. So I mean, thankfully you dodged that bullet. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Well, doesn't, like I said, okay, I mean, they, they kind of dug their own. They kind of dug their own hole on this one. And and I want I want to be real like their tissue culture lab that's supposedly supposed to be a conspiracy theory, they made an announcement in a business journal about that with Conception Nurseries. So that exists. It's real. They'll lie to you because they think you're stupid and you're a bunch of stoners and that's all we are. But they're there. And they don't think we read business journals. They don't think we're smart enough to look this shit up. So go look it up. I, I, I implore everyone not to just fucking take me at face value. Go look it up. It's there. What's the, uh, what's the caller number again? What's that? 720 708 7570. Tell him, tell him, MTI. Get on the mic. Pop it up. Pop I it up there on the I never remember the number, so I have to look it up. Sorry. Oh my oh. God. What, come on, that should be. Tattooed on your inner lips. I hey, know. You're the one that Flip it upside down. All right, it's seven two zero three one zero eight two three seven. Go ahead, give us a call. That's it. There you go. That is the number. Good job. You should call in by Skype or just eight. call in by anything, right? 
You can call in. Yeah. Eight two three seven. It's Tads, my friend. It's T A D S. Tads. Ah, uh-huh. now it makes more sense. Um. Yeah, we, we. I was surprised that we didn't have more callers calling in uh, on the actual day of the Phylos thing because, you know, I, I, I was kind of hoping there was going to be a few more, few more Matt riots out there that were going to come in <laughs> and just blaze and just blaze them up. And I was like, come on, somebody, somebody. But it was, uh, it was interesting to see. Like I said, every time that somebody asked a question, they kind of answered it in the direction that I thought was a. Uh, exact opposite of the one I would have went. You know what I mean? So it was like, wow, they zigged and should have zagged and then they zagged and they should have zigged. And yeah, it's, uh, but you need to do, right? So, uh, what, what do you got on the horizon now, Matt? Um, I'm, I'm going back and since I lost a lot of my mothers, like I was talking about, I'm going back and reworking some lines, like, uh, the typical blueberry, old blueberry work, old blue sativa work. Um, bringing back some P91 stuff and, uh, yeah, shit like that, you know, just sticking to the old shit, trying to get away from any of the cookies shit. Um, it had its day, but now it's all kind of just everywhere, everything inbred to shit. So trying to keep it unique. Um, it is what it is though. Not everything I make is for the popular market. So, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think, but 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 your roadkill definitely made made some inroads. I see a lot of people, uh, you know, we got a new caller searching on through that one. Oh, we have a new caller. Yeah, hello, caller. Hello. Hello. This is hello. the American hello. one. The American one. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah, yes, I can hear you. Okay, I just want to comment on something because you know there's a lot of names that. Um, I respected and thought who they were, and now they're like kind of showing their true colors, you know. And just because they're they're um, OG and old school and they've been around a long time doesn't mean they're good people. I just want to throw that out there and um, point it out to everyone. Yeah, it's very true. One hundred percent. And the thing is, and and uh, you know, it's it's interesting because now we're in the Me Too move, literally the Me Too movement, which you know, and cannabis, it's also, it's part of the, it's part of it too, where we're, we're actually now, you know, pretty quick to point out people who are, you know, probably racist or just fucking homophobic or weird or whatever. And, and that, that's necessarily not, you know, they can do that. They just don't really necessarily need to be in our, in, in my, around me, you know what I mean? First of all, <laughs> yeah. Just going to do that somewhere else. But in the cannabis world, it's always been that way. You know I mean? There's always been the, the, full spectrum of people from good to bad and everything in between. And, but I feel like the, the good always out sort of shine the bad where we kind of worked out pretty well because cannabis had that sort of neutralizing factor where it didn't matter if people came with bad intentions and they got really high and then they just kind of, all of a sudden they're hanging out with you and you're like cool with them and nobody's fucking fighting and it's weird, you know what I mean? But that's what it's always done and that's why it's scary, you know what I mean? Because it, people who came in thinking they were going to hit, but if they were drinking, the same people would have been fucking horrible. And that's, I think what, you know, kept cannabis community together longer and left in a lot of shitty people though, just because of that, because we're so quick, not so quick to be like, you know, we'll definitely tell people that you sell shitty weed, but we're not going to go up and like, you know, kick you in the fucking face because of it or something. We'll be like, whatever dude, you'll do your shit somewhere else. You know what I mean? So, 
kind of right. we let so that happen. <coughs> yeah, you know, it's like it's like we're not gonna uh, be physical with people because stunners aren't physical. You know, I mean, we're all very cool and <laughs> chill, and that's kind of yeah. there's a new color on the line too. People have. Oh, we got a new color. No color. People. People present themselves one way, and, you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, sheep's clothing on a lot of people. That's all important. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, it's true. And this is, again, this industry has always been underground, but at the same time, very... Uh, Self, self-regulated, call-out assholes. Yeah, but in a very loving way, and we're, you know, like, not yeah. in an aggressive way, just by... Just by closing the circle, just a tiny bit tighter, and everybody's like, "Oh shit, you're out." I guess you're out. Oh well, mope away. You know what I mean? There's never that like. Very rarely is there the like lash out at somebody. But you know, occasionally nowadays, there's there's been some prominent figures in our industry for, that have been called out for, you know, things we already kind of knew. Like, oh really? So that guy's a pedophile? No shit. You know what I mean? Like that didn't that, that right, right. that's not news. You know what I mean? And, that, and those those things have happened in our industry, just like everywhere else. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Just like everywhere. Not gonna say names. All right. I'm not gonna say take, names. Take my call. Hey man, thank you. R. Kelly. Shout out to R. Kelly. So who we got on the line right now? <laughs> Yo. Yo. This is Leo. What's going on? What's up, Mister Fishinato? How you doing? Yeah, what's happening, bro? No, it's, hello? Yeah. Is this Leo? This is not Leo aficionado. This is a call, a new call. Fuck no, man. Uh, it's Elcom from Instagram. What's going on, Matt? Oh, what's up, dude? <laughs> Adam, Leo, we met in uh, Miami at the uh, Fort Lauderdale convention a couple of years ago. I'm Scott's friend. Scott Robey from Illuminar. Uh-huh. Oh, my friend. Yes, of course. Yep. So um, the reason I'm calling is about the, um, you know, we need to, in my opinion, we need to remain united. Um, the industry has done a big indentation into Scott's miracle Grow projections for 2020. Uh, Jim from uh, Scott's miracle Grow, who's the CEO, Jim Hedgehog, whatever his fucking last name is, I don't give a fuck. He came out and he... Uh, he came out and told his investors that the projections for 2020 weren't going to be met because the, the uh, marijuana division was scared shitless. His young brother, Chris, which runs the uh, Hawthorne, uh, I call him out on Facebook all the fucking time. I mean, I have conversations with this guy. I even belittled him to a point that I was like, damn, brother, so you talk to your employees for real? Oh, man, I'm sorry. I was having a bad day kind of bullshit attitude. And, um... Um, if we stay united, if we stay together, calling out those that switch to the dark side, calling out those and, and eliminating those that are doing it the wrong way, you don't know the kind of impact we could have. They right now are scared of us, and we haven't even united. We haven't even talked. We haven't even, we're basically just communicating on Instagram by followers and shit, but with your, with your platform and Matt Ryer, Matt Ryer has a fantastic live feed. Every time he comes around, dude, there's a hundred and something people just sitting down asking questions and these guys are just back and forth, you know, just with people and, 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 and giving, giving information and staying true to the game. You know, Matt Ryan has been called out for many reasons, but you know what? Whomever he calls out, doesn't come back and rebuttal anything because 
he is right on his shit. He's right on point with his shit. Just like he wasn't right on point with Silos, he's right on point with every fucking person he calls out. And when Maverick does a mistake, he's the first one to say, I fucked up. And they don't give him credit for that. But we need to, what we need to do is, we need to spread the word. We need to spread awareness. We just need to let them know these people. I used to be a, 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 a general hydroponics user and, and, a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a GH also user. I'm sorry, a housing garden user. I stopped buying that shit, botanically. I stopped buying that shit. I don't support them. I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to give them my money. Hell no. I'd rather buy advanced nutrients that still staying true to the game. I pedophile, fuck that. We got a president that's fucking up a country. I don't give a fuck what they did in Russia. I don't care. But it's, they haven't turned to the dark side. They're still with us. JF and Davina, I called him out, even though it's fucking wedding. And it's blue, oh, honeymoon. I was having arguments with him on Facebook. You know, no, they're feeling it. I swear to God. I swear to God. People were telling him, dude, just go on your vacation. I was going back and forth with Theo to Castro. I put him in his place. I said, dude, you grow fucking tulips on this dick. Okay? That's what you grow. Stop talking bullshit. You're not part of the industry. Okay? So we need to call these people out. That's what we need to do. We need to stand for something or fall for anything. That's my bottom line. You know? We've sacrificed. I haven't gone to jail. But there's a lot of people that have gone to jail. But I sacrificed the life of my son for, not, for being in this industry. To let them fuck face come and take it from me? Fuck no. We just need to stand strong. But once that fell out like a little bitch, call him out. You're a little whore. That's what you are. A two-dollar whore. And that's all I got to say. Thank you for listening, gentlemen. Yeah, Thanks, nice, brother. Nice, uh, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, from the bottom of my heart. Love you guys. Going back to the chat. Passion. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, there's, there's a lot of passionate people, a lot of passionate people that were being misled. Well, that's why. Exactly. No, but the, he, he nailed it on the head where he just said, you know, he, he doesn't buy house and gardens. He doesn't buy this. He doesn't buy that. And then those, all those all those things have turned. And, and that's the only way that we can win is to, by not buying their shit. I mean, that's the only way you win. Because right now there's you can I mean, you can obviously put out memes and fuck around with them and have fun with it. Because believe me, I have I, I know how fun that could be. Right. Don't I don't I, James. <laughs> I'm so, I got a call today, actually, where they asked, they called me to ask me if I wanted to keep the, if I wanted to pay the fifteen bucks to keep that. I was like, oh, gladly, let me just pay that fifteen dollars for that. Yeah, Yeah, it's there, it's official. But yeah, I had to pay for it today just to keep it alive. So definitely keeping it alive. But no, in general, you just use your dollars. That's the most obvious way to fucking win a war right now because. They throw dollars at you as far as, like, they, they waste money trying to suck you in, and you just have to fucking, you know, save money by coming in, do it do it cheap, but fight the system, you know what I mean? And, and just buy, buy your nudes from people that you trust and buy all of your products from people that you know have, you know, bought it. They're not, they're not owned by Hawthorne, and they're not owned, owned by big, big corporations, which is going to happen, you know, like, again, all the conglomerates and stuff. It's like all the food I eat half the time I'm pissed off because I can't eat it anymore because I'm like, no, no, once I know that it's Kellogg's or it's fucking Nestle or it's some bullshit, it's like, oh, I had fun while it was flat there. It tasted good, but now I know it's bullshit. You know what I mean? I'm not going to support them. So that's kind of what you got to do with all your all your products, I think, these days. 
be a little rebellious, right, man? Oh yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it'd be boring, right? We gotta be, gotta keep, gotta keep the rebellion going. But the, the nice part is, is that all the things that we rebelled against are still fucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're not. None of them yeah. became actually. Oh, you know what? That was a pretty bad idea. I shouldn't have rebelled against that. It's like no. Pretty much everything that we uh, thought was bad is pretty bad. Um, and with cannabis now, it's like we're actually having to. Like we got two new callers now. The fuckery on that. Oh, oh, two new callers. All right. Oh. Oh, I see a four hundred one. I know what that means. Four hundred one. Let's get the four hundred one. Hey, we got a four hundred one. We got a four hundred one. That guy. Nine one seven. Do we know where that is? Nine one seven. You know. Yeah. Who's on? Who's on nine one seven? What's up, buddy? Hey guys, six oh eight. I'm supposed to call Adam from, but how how to go with the um the letter this week for the giveaway? How are we looking? Yeah. And, uh, hey, yeah, well that's what I was just about to check. I was just about to check mm-hmm. that with uh, with MTI. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, so how was your week, bro? We You're busy, huh? Busy, busy, busy. I am, but, but, we, but who, who else we got on the list? Let's talk to let's talk to the other guy first, and then we'll jump on. All right, you. go ahead. Who we got from the nine one seven right now? Oh, no, yeah, Adam. No, that was that's my other number. Whoops. Oh, what? You have two numbers, numbers going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have the I have Ring Central now. We're supposed to aluminum <laughs> plays. We got to use Ring Central to call our guys. Sorry. Wow! Oh, I didn't realize this is a totally organized. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I believe there's a third caller on the phone as well. Is that Bo? Oh, a... no, it should be Leo from the No, no it is not. Is it? Leo there? I got... keep saying. <clears throat> no, I got three people here. I got a 608, right. 401, and a 601. Wow. I'm going to make it easy. I got I got to go the dog out to shit. Um, I appreciate you guys having me. It's fucking rad. I love you guys. Oh, sure. Hey, man, we'll have you yeah, anytime, bro. And uh, yep. keep up the good fight. Keep up the fight, my friends. I mean, that's what this is all about, just fucking calling them out, which we know Matt Riot will do for us, right? So, uh, yeah, I got nothing better to do. <laughs> hey, you got passionate people out there that love you, so there you go. Uh, oh, man, I, I love all you guys. Anytime, anytime, give a shout. Nice having you on the show. Go take that dog Cheers. out. All right, Cheers, man. Later. All right. What up there, James? All right, what so up, now we got boy? James and... What else we got? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Who do we have on the line here? You got this is uh, Kyle Oh, Kyle from Key to Life. What's going on, my friend? Oh, sweet. What's up, buddy? <laughs> All right, now it's making more sense. What are you up to? <laughs> uh, uh, to light? Uh, yeah, I just got done doing a uh, large conversation with a guy in Durango. Uh, doing good things. Uh, putting up organic material in the soil. All good things. Nice. And, nice. and uh... And Maz is on the line still. Okay, that's good. Right? Yeah. So now we know. Now we know the, the scenario. Um, 
letter wise, what's going on, MCI? Do we have any picked any any? Have we have yeah. any, go through anything? This I only. Oh wait, here's an, here's another caller. Hello, Thanks. caller. You're on the air. Caller. <laughs> what's up, fam? Leo. Aficionado. Uh, now he's calling in. There we go. He's already had like three 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 so-called Leos on the line, but not, not none of them are official. <laughs> You're officially right on. on How are you doing? <clears throat> the real I'm doing good, show. man. How you doing? Sweet. Yeah, I like the show so far. Yeah, yeah, good show so far, man. Thanks for doing this, Adam. Anytime, anytime. I never know what's going to happen, do I? That's, that's the best part about the show. Oh, yeah. I literally didn't know what we were doing this morning. And I threw it together. Through. It's all James. James is the man. He, he, you know, once again. Seeds here now knows how he's to throw it. He's an international man of mystery, James Dean. <laughs> I don't know about all that. But it's just, it was, it's, it's, to me, it's important to get the word out. And of course, I, I have a platform we can do that. So I appreciate it. So Leo's got limited time, but I do want Leo to get on and talk about um, possibly what we've discussed. He, you know, If you look at the, the Pilot's Galaxy, you'll see strains of his that he's never submitted. He's never submitted anything to them. So how the hell they have their so-called you know, things. Um, you know, anybody could have sent them something and then call it that. Um, but there's uh, something also odd that I, I look at a strain. I, I know it's something called Dow 2017. I'm not sure what that is. So uh, maybe he can help explain to me that. But he thinks yeah, that was, a, that was a weird anomaly when we were looking up. You know, when you're looking into the galaxy and trying to see, you know, what the parents are of, and relatives are of certain strains and you see these codes and that was a big question of ours, like, you know, what's what's in these codes? What's behind them? Why are they on the galaxy? And then um, we talked to a former employee of Phylos, and that individual informed us that those codes, you know, posted to the galaxy were reflective of the project that, you know, um, that's a part of Conception, which is supposed to be, you know, their breeding platform and their clone company. Um, so, I mean, we kind of saw these these kind of things coming from, from far away. We really weren't that... that that super surprise, you know, when you really look at it, you know, they're really not a testing company. When they came out, we were like, cool, that's nice. You guys are telling people you're testing, but really it's like your business model is dependent on a genomics platform. You guys are a genomics company. And so what they did is, you know, it, it just seems like they really took advantage of a lot of people and, 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 and the community's inherent lack of awareness of what genomics yeah. companies do and how they make money and that it's primarily like a business-to-business platform. And so that's the biggest thing that, I think this is actually, it's a shitty thing that's happening to people. A lot of people are taken aback, but I think it's also, you know, a really cool opportunity for people to also understand that this is what happens when you invest in siloed data. This is what happens when you, when you, when you devote your energy, devote your time, and, and, and relinquish your data to, to one agency that's able to see thousands of donors' data, but not everybody else. You know, so, you know, and, and there's a lot of inherent ethical problems in that. You know, only they can see the data and nobody else can. So, you know, Matt Wright had a really good point. He was referencing the data policy, and that was my big thing. When you look at the data policy, they say we could, we could you know, you, you give us the explicit right to distribute, modify, and improve the data, you know, the, the information, you know, that we, that we call from your genetic test, testing. And to us, that just seemed like, you know, you know, why are you going to – we don't know the value of this data, Right. Only people that have PhDs, people you know, people that you know are are, are actual geneticists understand that you know the true value of that data. You know, I'm not trying, I'm not going to hear Fred say we know the value of this data, but we do know it's valuable. Like back in the day when 
people, when they started Facebook, they didn't know how valuable it was. They just know they had something. I think that's something that the community here has as a whole. It's like all these people, all these old school breeders, we have, you know, not only these legendary strains that, but, but it's also, we don't know what the potential is of this data. When you give your data to a genomics company, you're allowing them to basically take that data, modify it, or take it in its, in its raw form and sell it to somebody. And that data could be sold again and again and again and again. And that's a fucking problem. And so this is a good opportunity for people to understand that when you're dealing with genomics companies, one, you're giving away your data and they're going to make money off your data. That, that's, the, that's the business to consumer model. They make their money mm -hmm. off of off of being a testing company and sending out test samples are really the bulk of their value and the reason why they have so much investments because they have a, a really strong business-to-business economics -business model where they're going to interface on a business-to-business -business level and use their data and deal with people that have the that, that have the capabilities that most people in the weed industry, most OGs don't have. You know, so, you know, them trying to aggregate data and use a, you know, and use, and use a breeding platform on that, like there's a huge ethical fucking problem with that. You know, and that's we saw that coming from a mile away. It was like you guys aren't fooling anybody. Yeah, it's uh, it's again the same thing where even like if they don't take living material and they don't have their, your, your actual plant, just the fact that they have all your information and you can compare it to all the other information they have out there, there's just automatic advantages. You know, that, that's Leo, it's, it's his information in. That's the thing. Nobody sent, you can send in Magnum Opus, you can send in oil stuff. On the, on, on our I mean, yeah, I mean, like having a central authority that, that protects a store of value, your genetic data, it's like Bitcoin, it's like money, it's a fucking store of value. And just like banks or any central institution, when you, when you grant a central authority the trust of all that fucking monetizable, all that data that you can monetize, that, there's huge trust issues around that. And there's, huge, there's, huge, there's a huge possibility for, for that to be abused. And, and furthermore, but, there's a huge possibility for that to be hacked because it's a one central but, location. So it's like, but really, the the the, pro the problem is is that is a continuously degrading value. Much unlike money, it does not increase in value over time. It decreases in value over time. If you have a crop that was produced two years ago, it's not worth even close to what it's worth uh, two years ago. So you have you I have to agree. Understand. Oh yeah, it's true. Sure. We're talking, we're talking data here, science and numbers, whatnot. Like they already have a a, a plant, Gal twenty seventeen, a, a selection made through Leo stuff that that is part of a conception program that they selected for breeding for mass producing, and it's like that's there's an issue with that. So when we first said, you know, we, we never wanted to be a breeding program, never were, were planning on breeding. It just kind of came to us, and we just had all this information. We thought. Oh, we should we should do we should do breeding. How oh, bullshit! You guys didn't start this. You came with this plan. You, you didn't you know, just say, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna just do male female test." So it's just need to be brought to the forefront. I think I think this is gonna force people to be a lot more conscious of the labs and the type of testing entities they work with. Um, you know, when all this happened, I was just really hoping that maybe it would, it would create a movement within the community where everybody could band together and try to assemble some kind of decentralized platform for breeders. If you have a decentralized platform for breeders, it kind of takes all, all the animosity and, and all the drama away because it's going to be on a decentralized platform where all the rules are preset, you know, on how things are distributed, 
you know, how things, you know, if people want to opt in to uploading data or opt out of uploading data, but this is going to involve a lot of people being involved and people having private contracts, breeders having contracts with labs, you know, personally to make sure that their data is protected and that they have complete 100% explicit control of where their data is, how it's used, and how it's distributed. But you should also have equal equal oversight of the data that is distributed. You need to have standard operating You need to have an internal like reception of data process. You need to have a on-point receiving process for that data to make it viable to the end user. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's a really valid point. You can see you know, with certain decentralized platforms like we see with, like, Litecoin or Bitcoin, there's, there's these nonprofit foundations that operate, you know, the peer-to-peer. You know, peer based peer. on nothing. Based on nothing. Yeah, and nothing, and nothing. But the cool thing about that is that you have this, you know, perceived store of value, but there's still this third-party nonprofit entity that's able to have, you know, that's able to operate in favor of, you know, of all the miners and all the, you know, in this case it would be the data donors to make sure that, all the all the information is done is done and dealt with in an ethical and fair manner that's fair to the breeders and the data donors, yep. you know, and for the rest yep. of the community. Yep. What we we yeah, are I had not. The same, I had the same. Correct. I had the same. I had the same. Uh, go, go, so. go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say I agree with Leo because I was saying earlier to those guys that I, I think we have to kind of band together and create our own database that we trust because we actually yeah. know the people who are behind yeah. them and we can we can guarantee yeah. it better than any kind of scientist. Uh, I think that's beautiful. Like if, if breeders were to get together and form a non-profit organization that, yeah, is, that deals with issues like this and that deals with fairness, not a fucking union or a true non-profit where there's no, you know, yeah. where there's no monetary incentive for that system to be abused. Right now, there's yeah. a monetary incentive for for that data that Philos has to be heavily abused and for people's ethics to be violent. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, and to do, and to do unethical things and to violate their rights as data donors. How and o, o, that's how OMRI was invented. OMRI was invented to prove that your material was above fifty percent organic. You could have a fifty-one percent organic material laced with forty-nine percent cyanide and it would be organic. Wow. That's the like that's like that's the qualifying factor in the decision for organic versus non organic. Fifty one percent organic material wow. could be paired with forty nine percent cyanide and be considered organic. That's the OMRI standard. Oh. Yeah. Well, we could talk for yeah. hours about Omri. I mean, we're at Humboldt, Mendo, and, you know, you either love or hate Omri. And if you're a true organic farmer, you're into regenerative farming, you're into K&F, yeah. you know, you don't fucking yeah. touch Omri with a 40-foot pole. You're like, what? That's organic? Get, the, get out of town. It's wonderful. Your box is beautiful, Pandora. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, we're at that we're, we're at that phase now too. We're like you know USDA and and non-GMO, and all these things are being so abused that it's not even. I mean, you can hope that they're oh, non-GMO, and you can hope that they're, they're it's, organic, it's, but it's, it's it's blasphemous what they consider organic material. The fact that they're willing to three times multiply the value of a product that is fifty-one percent organic versus something that's forty-nine percent organic is unacceptable. 
unacceptable. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's it's really sad because it's one of those things where you know, uh, not that the government is supposed to protect us, but it is supposed to be honest uh, when it comes to food and things like that. And that's the most oh, America, yeah, America yeah. is one of the most unhonest places ever. Like, for, like whole food, like food for the children, food for the like, like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean it's kind of like, like you know like, synthetic. No, it's just to be there. Bro, bro, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there with yeah. you. I'm there. I mean, it's like, we go back to Armory, it just seems that, you know, it's kind of like a lobbyist platform for synthetic, you know, you know, chemical and salt-based producers to get oh, their shit on the fucking oh, organic list. So it's like, it's no, kind of like how lobbying no, works no in D.C. It's like, I'm going to slip you a few hundred Gs, and you're going to make this right for me, okay? I'm going to pat you on yeah, the back. Yeah. And that's just the way it always, you know... For the last four or five years, his armies come off to me like that. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to buy it. That's going to be the, the thing that's going to happen. You're going to buy it. This is going to be the dollar you're going to buy it for, and fuck yourself. Okay? But I think, like, like, talking about things like this are really good because it forces them to look at what's the source inputs of what you're growing with. You know, where does it come yeah. from? And then people, yeah. when they start looking at the sources, they start going, oh, damn, all these liquid nutrients are distilled from literally just a, just from a the same dozen powder inputs. Yeah, it's all powder inputs from maybe three sources that, you know, the CPS all distributes throughout California. So, it's like, um, you know, I think that that's what, you know, really helps this movement with regenerative farming. People are tired of being lied to about what their inputs are. But, it, but it, it's calcium carbonate, ammonium sulfate, Magnesium, uh, uh, magnesium phosphate. It is coming from not a majority. It is coming from a one company. One. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. If it, it if it doesn't say langbenite, it is not pure calcium magnesium phosphate. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, sulfur, sulfur magnesium, uh, potassium magnesium. So, I yeah, think. Yeah. Oh. Magnesium phosphate. But langbenite, yes, it's, it's a. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, magnesium, potassium sulfate. Boom. Magnesium and potassium sulfate. Uh, yes. So. That is coming from literally one company. One. One in the world. That's, one. Yeah. Got to go for the langbenite if they want that. If they want that charge. If they want the the potassium bonded to that magnesium. They, they want that. They want that. Feed the plant, not feed the soil. Both. Right. And that's and that's and that's the. Uh, the sad part about most of the chads in the industry nowadays that are fucking growing. Yeah. It's, like, it's kind of like this full circle, you know, there's all these chads in the industry. We're seeing it in genomics right now where people are being taken advantage to and they're being fed fucking lies just like as, you know, really organic experienced organic farmers have, have experienced for years that we've, we've seen these companies, you know, touting themselves as organic inputs and they're fucking not. We're like, dude, you're not fooling yeah. anybody. You're only going to be able to this for, for so long. You know, and the same as the, you know, and likewise the same for Philos. Right. Ask, ask most yeah. organic-based product companies, if you ask them where their products come from, they can't answer you. They cannot answer. They have no answer. Yeah, yeah. where's your source input coming from? What country is it coming from? Do you know the farmer yeah. that, what like, like that, there's the a 1200 micronized soybean? On the on the market, and it's so hard to find a non-GMO twelve zero zero, you know, non-GMO micronized soybean, you know, fucking nutrient sure. on the market right now. You know, when it first came out from Grower's like, Secret, they like, were sourcing like, all their soybean from Germany from organic farmers, so we knew it wasn't non-GMO. 
But since it blew up, there's a lot of these companies, you know, faking the tech. All they do is they do is a hydrolyzed soybean, and they put in a centrifugal micronizer, and they dry it out, and they sell it as this beautiful golden 1200. But now, you know, a few years later, after it's gotten huge traction in the market, a lot of people are using these, you know, this is DT and GMO laden soybean, and they're spraying on their plants, thinking that it's and it's an organic input, and they're fucking spraying GMO. poison. It's, it's a bioaccumulator. That's the whole problem. If you don't start from a, an optimal fucking genetic stock, you're nothing. If you start from GMO fucking stock, fuck you, man. Like seriously, like if you're starting from like Roundup ready. But, you know, like, no, no, you, you're lo- you're losing 75% of the plant itself immunity. Are you fucking kidding me? No, man. Hard pass. 100%. Hard pass. 100%. Couldn't agree more. So, I, I, um. I'm so glad we got to connect on the phone, man. This is fucking legit good. Yeah, super cool. Super chill. Super chill. It's a great place to have a conversation, right? Because it's all stuff that we're fucking anything, man. I'm hiding behind facts and truth. That's what I live behind. All right, all right. So, you know, we do have uh, also one of our sponsors on the line, Illuminar. Maz is back. And so I think what we're going to do is give away, do our giveaway before we be all stunner about it. Right. Got it. We're gonna every week. Every week. Every week. We're giving away a lamp. We're giving away a lamp. Maz, you there? Yeah, we've been giving away three fifteen ceramics with the uh, with um, some three K or four K lamps. But I think we're gonna. Last week we we're gonna, but this week we're gonna give away a six thirty. Um, the original highlight. Our double entry. Let's do that one, man. Because somebody's gonna crush it. Exactly, and I think, I think, um, I, fo- I think we've been forward you the actual names and stuff, yeah. so you could like actually have it. Up. So you need to look at that, and what we're gonna have, uh, MTI is gonna make the call. But the, so when they that's answer, the thing. That's the thing I told you. That I read it, bro. Leave a number on no. that one you sent me. Come on out here, MTI. Oh. That's what I was trying to tell you is that they didn't leave a number on the one you sent me. Yeah, but the one that, the 630, no, this is the other one. Oh, the other one? Yeah, did you send him that one? No, that's what I wanted you to send him. Oh, you want me to send... The first request. My pick? The first request. We can do that. We can do that. I have the pick. Okay, so that's the wrong one then, because they they didn't leave a number in that one. Really? Yeah. There's there's no phone number in that one, so I'll I'll send you the right one right now. Okay. Switched. Let's check this out. Are we trying? Are we trying? To... Sorry, to crush your flow there. Your flow there, Liam. <laughs> oh, there it goes. Flow. We love it. All right. Sorry, I'm, I'm forwarding yeah. you the email right you now. You have to leave a phone number with this, guys. Come on. Wait, that one didn't leave a phone number? No, that was the first one you sent. Oh, you had to send him a new one. No, 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 that was the wrong one. That was, no, the, one that was the guy that was, deserved it. He deserved it the most, but, you know, you got to leave the phone he number. He deserved otherwise. it, but he didn't leave nothing. Did you get my yeah. email? Which one? That, 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 I, that I, I submitted. I need lights. K 
Ken has weed? No. <laughs> no. Uh, maybe I, I, I went straight to the other to uh to, to a KTI. Okay, I just forwarded you the new the new winner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, the new winner. So you got a name. So now you got a name now, Mario. Just hold the name. Mm-hmm. And you're the guy who controls the you're the one who makes up all the words, so make sure you got a word for next week too. Don't fuck up. Yeah, we already got the word for next week already worked out. I have a word for the next three months actually. And oh my god, dude, you've been working Let hard. That's like twelve that, words. Huh? That's like twelve words, dude. You've been working so hard. <laughs> so, so hard. Twelve words, man. Um, all right, so here we go. Um, we have Adam. We want to go ahead and announce the winner, or do you want me to call him? Yeah, you should do that. Yeah, hey, give him a call. Adam, you're you're muted. Oh, sorry. What'd, what'd okay, you... so you know you know the name. He now, knows the name. Mario. I have the number. You're gonna call. Uh, you're gonna ask if they know the. You're gonna say it's Mario from Illuminar. Word of the week. What is it? And they're gonna tell you, and then we're good, and then they win. Yeah. If not, we move on. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna Let's hope that they answer. I'll dial him up right now. Number unavailable. Let's see. Let's I'll give him another I'll give it another try here. Don't tell me fake phone number. Hello? <laughs> All right, we're calling Hello? the winner right now. Oh. We have a, you're live on the Adam Dunn Show. You're the winner this week. What? Fuck it. <laughs> Yo, what up, bro? Illuminar, what up, man? What's up, bro? This is Master Illuminati, bro. You were actually you're our winner this week, man. Rather than all, man, I knew I was gonna win it, man. I sent a legit, heartfelt email, yeah, man, I'm to Adam. Right you know the word, you win it. Yeah. What's the word? the word? Now? Yeah. Hell yeah, remember the word. What's the word. Hell yeah, is not the Efficacy. word. Efficacy. Nice. Oh, yeah. We have a winner, oh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. We have a true winner. We need to have some fireworks or something. Get, get some fireworks. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. Sweet, man. Oh, you're hey, man, I'm putting that light to work ASAP, man. ASAP. Yes, sir. You've yet to own a double-ended. Uh, well, this is actually, out of all the double-ended ceramics that I ran a we run, this is the optimal one for what we're doing. Um, it's, a, it's a single... Single lamp, uh, dual arc tube ceramic. I'm gonna let you choose a lamp with it too. What, are you flowering with it? I want them uh, Phillips bulbs, man. I need them Phillips. Are, are you flowering with it? Or are you gonna be? Um, okay. oh, well, I run. Uh, I'll, I'll run like a uh, like a whole room. You know what I'm saying? So okay. veg and flower. No doubt. For this, for this picture, though, the Illuminar at 6:30. Um, what, what would you like? Yeah. I'll give you a choice between the 3K or the 4K I- lamp. Uh, let me get the 3K. 3K? Please. All right, sweet, dude. That's yes, sir. You get, you get your rent in there. You're gonna, that, that, you're crushing with that in flower. I'm rocking that. Oh, now. yeah. I, I'm already know, man. I think, were you uh, in charge of also the uh, the, the uh, Devo, Diva Light, Devo? Was, was the, I in charge uh, of the, the Divas? No, oh, Adam. Yes, was, I worked yeah. he, he was totally in charge. Oh, okay. He was, he, was the, he was the main guy. I was no, working on satellites. 
and Adam had those in Vegas. But no, yeah, yeah no, nah, yeah, that's what's up. I snatched one of those up too, man. I bought purchased one. I'm, I'm a very happy with that light right now. Yeah. All right, well, man, I'm, I'm glad you now just add to it, and when you you go with this one next, you have the other one probably with the HPS, right? And well, the the uh, yeah, the the double-ended D, uh, diva I have with some. Um, I think okay. I find like the the hybrid setup with like LEDs and HPS. Okay. I get uh, you know, it's kind of like a little more bang for my buck that way. No doubt. No um, doubt. You know what I mean? So, but was that? That's a solid square wave balance too, which is which is the right technology for ceramics. So that's what we have right. here. This one's built okay. specifically for for the for the dual arc tube ceramic that we got. It's just gonna it's gonna crush. You're gonna love it. And the reflector itself, the German aluminum, it's it's like a tank. So oh yeah, no, I'm already sharp, man. I've been doing my research on it, man. I got a, I got a um I got a room with some more six thirties, but they're not the double ended. They're just like the Nanolux um, that I was trying to have some Sun System six thirty two. The Sun Systems I like a little better with the built in ballast. Um, the Nanolux are a little kind of janky, but I mean they 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 do the job. You know what I mean? Janky. No, they do. They do. They got the single ended three fifteens. Yeah. 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 But this thing, dude, this will be the. Uh, this is going to be like the Adam Dunn of your of your grow room. This is just going to be. The oh man. The Adam Dunn. Uh, see Adam Dunn of lighting. This lighted. thing's going to be there an OG. <laughs> oh, it's late. It's always okay. so late. Comes on late. This is this is so awesome, man! I feel so happy, man! Y'all don't even understand, man! I just want to uh, can can I just give a shout out to 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 the DC region, man? You know what I'm saying? I want to uh, shout out. We're having a little uh, grow uh, contest as well, the grow championships out here in the DMV area. You know, DC trying to kind of uh, it's, it's it's a weird market out here. You know, we're not Cali, we're not Colorado, but it's it's popping out here. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to get our little, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in the city, man. Right next to Trump, man. You know what I'm saying? So, they, uh, they have all these pop-ups over there that are crazy. Those multi-level <laughs> pop-ups and shit. That, that uh, yeah, out, but that's so. been, that's been, that wave's been dying down because like there's been violence. There's been, you know, police been running up in there. And then uh, okay. a lot of the, uh, dispensary people that have like legit contracts and things like that are like kind of snitching and stuff you know mm -hmm. what i mean because they're they're kind of losing know. money and stuff so. you're not going to need them with this ceramic yeah yeah no 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 it's cool that's that was it just want to give you know I, I, there might be some of the people that's in the little championship listening man so it's it's the grow off championships in the dmv and like i said man we waiting for adam right to come out here you know what I mean? Any of you guys, if y'all in the city, you know what I mean? I, I left my info on that email. Please holler at me if y'all are out here. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I show hospitality. I show love. Yeah, yeah, you for sure, sound, man. You got the Diva, the Illuminati, and the Nanolux. You got every light company I have worked for. Yeah. It's like, awesome, he, he, he's like following you, Maz. He's Maz's biggest fan. Hey, what's that? Where, where do you shop? Which hydro store? Uh, I actually used to work at a hydro store out there, but I, I kind of, um, you know, I've been I've been going uh, with no-till style and kind of trying to do, like, local input, so I'll culture my own bacteria. Uh, I've been trying to go to, like, 
kind of like close by, um, like foresty areas. It's not really that much mm-hmm. in the city, and then try to uh, get my own like um, uh, like uh, uh, compost and yeah, stuff yeah. to brew, like so things like that. But yeah. usually, I'll, I'll just go uh, holler, build the soil and stuff. Um, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah exactly. Like the ultimate yeah. Adam. So, uh, Good stuff. Yes, I, exactly, Adam. I'm a, I've been I've been on y'all's show. I, I, I put that in the email. I've been uh, you know purchased a couple products and, and inputs and uh, hardware. You know, off the strength of the show, man. So you know, I, I, I say it all the time. It's like a history lesson. It's like a history. It's like going to school because now I'm just learning about all this silo stuff, like social studies, current events. You hear about the history of things, and it's just awesome, man. You know, running running certain gear. I hear breeders talking about it. You know, so. That shit's tight, are, man. Nice. Big up. One, one question. You, uh, you run into uh, 40 volt or 120 volt over there, so I give you the right cord. Uh, well, I got, yeah, either or is fine. I'll, I'll take the uh, right. 240. I'll take the 240 right. for this. For, for I want to put in, I need 240. Yeah, please. Yeah, 240 is the way to go anyway. You, you, you yeah, exactly. run your stuff as <laughs> clean as possible, right? Yes, yeah, sir. You already right know. All right, so uh, now we need to have the word of... Go ahead. Word of next week. I want to have you. You got to say it. We'll have everybody re- repeat it so we can like you know embed it in everybody's head. So that next week when we have a real winner, just like we had this week, we're not scrambling with everybody forgetting because I came up with some bullshit. So, what is the word of the week for next week, there, Mister Mario? It's going to be um, well, it's, it's going to be just simply Kelvin, okay? Like the um, the Kelvin scale, Kelvin. K e l v i n, right? Kelvin. There you go, Kelvin. That's that's mm-hmm. a good good word to know. Now everyone go. Mario has no idea how to explain it. So. He sent me a definition, man. You know, it describes the hue of a specific light source. So, like that's why. It's the heat. Like, is it? It's the heat like measurement. Place. Kelvin's okay. a heat measurement, or it's a, it's a unit of measurement. It's a, it's a unit of measurement used to describe like the hue of a light source. You know, like oh, okay. the Kelvin okay. value, the closest the light's color right. output will be the actual sunlight. Like, okay. you know, 3,500 or lower will be like an amber, red hue. You know, yeah, it's the red, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more yeah. blue. Yeah, yeah, for You'll sure. You'll have the 3K. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I need for that. So for that. Um, for that, yep. Yes, uh, man, that was tight, man. I really appreciate it, guys, right. man. I don't want to. I don't want to hold y'all on the line or hold up any other calls. But appreciate it. Much love to the Adam Dunn yeah. show. Much love to the DC area. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Holler at me, Don Adam. If you in Robots. the area, man, come come fuck with me, man. I will. Sounds good. Right. Peace. Illuminar Lighting's gonna get you some some swag with that too, bro. Right? So we're gonna take care. Of yeah, it. please, Illuminar. I'll I'll link y'all on the IG too, man. I'm gonna holler at y'all, man, or just let me know what I need All to right. do to uh to grab the light. I appreciate it. Much yeah, love. Okay. All right, that's a bet, man. Y'all be easy, man. Thank you, you again, go. man. All right, bro. Good All right, thanks, Jason. Awesome. All right. All right. Take care. What's up, Leo, or Leo's gone? Leo's gone. What's up, man? What's up, guys? All right, so the review for next week, the word of the week is Kelvin. And you can uh, write, it, write into info at adamdunshow.com and uh, write contest entry in the in the subject and then give us uh, your Skype username and, and, all a, I gotta and, do, and a reason why you all, want the all light. All I got to do is give us a good good reason. A good reason. A good reason. We pick the Jamie. best one every week. Those are style reasons. Those are not good reasons. Yeah. It was, a, it, was a, 
It's the best deal. Have... Best deal in town right there. Yeah. I think someone needs a thousand watt fixture next week, guys. What do you think? Holy you shit, gotta... we're moving right up the scale. Thousand. thousand I think I want to get a thousand watt with the four K Halide, uh metal Halide, because it's so it's so badass. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. Probably yell at that one more. No. Let's do it. Don't make the calls, so he said we can do that. Word of the week, Kelvin. Let's. Word of the Word week, of the week Kelvin. So I think we're going to wind it down anyway now because I'm running out of juice on my headphones. So are you. It's all flippity floppity now. Um, we had a great so, show. It's, Leo's not still there, though, is he? Or is he? No, Leo's not, but Nat was going to call in. Oh, who, yeah, whatever. If they want to call in, how, what, call in an hour or 10, 20 minutes from now. Uh, I just was talking to him on text. He said that he was outside. I can have him calling right now. But that's he's he's dealt extensively with um, those those juckies. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you want to, yep. you better leave the questions because I'm all questioned out now. I don't know what to fucking talk about. <laughs> oh no, he's he's. That's the thing. There's it's not it's not there's no questions. Each each of these people that that we've had on each know a different link. Like they've each been lied to or deceived yeah. or told a different. Story throughout the uh, world. So, I, I see it like, okay, well, they told you that shit. Well, that's funny because they told me this shit through this guy. And that's funny because this guy told me this shit. So, right. yeah, you know, I, I'm able to see in my humble position, I can see what they're telling them. It's garbage. Like, well, you just told this guy that that was impossible, but yeah, he got on stage and told this guy that that was fine all along. So, which, which, which was it? So, but, but Nat, Nat's worked with them and uh, as talked with Mo with me should be calling that. But shout out, shout out to the chat gang. Fucking, it was packed. Uh, a lot of people in there discussing things. Uh, some people said Chimera was going to call in. So uh, by all means, you know, he has the number. Um, yeah. A lot of people say they're going to call Chat gang was popping today for sure. So shout out to them. Do it or don't say you did it. Seven two zero eight seven. Is that the new rule? That is the new rule. Today's age of getting being called out your bullshit and anything to say. You know, somebody's gonna call in. Well, there's your number. Call in. But anyhow, I don't know how China got involved in it. Well, I think uh, it's pretty apparent that. It's going to be hard for them to work with high-profile growers now in any way, shape, or form, unless you're already you don't give a fuck, you know. Which there'll be some. It's not like everybody cares. We some got a caller on the line now. You know. Hey, look, who we got? Nat from up up, up here in Humboldt hey. in Humboldt County. This is Nat from Humboldt Food Company. How you guys doing? Oh, how are you doing, Good, good, good. What's the weather who like in Colorado? Oh, who the fuck knows? Ask MTI. I'm it's, in Puerto Rico right now. It's warm but yeah, kind of cloudy today. <laughs> MTI was. It's warm but kind of cloudy today. We got the the first day of summer here in Humboldt. It was hot. We. So we just kind of uh, I've kind of got a couple of people on the on the show today to discuss about what they know about Phylos and the stories that they were told or how they've been misled or what they were promised or whatnot. So we've had uh, Leo on and we've had Riot on, and um, I know that uh, you've had some dealings with them. So if you just want to give us a little version of it, I'd appreciate it. 
just gotta let, just gotta like, it's just knowledge. You know what I mean, the knowledge is out there. The more people know, the more people can do something about it. So, first-hand knowledge is best. Yeah, you know, I think really, I'm sure that Leo and everybody else has said the same thing, but it's, you know, I think it's just kind of a the sign of what's coming and. You know, like these corporation or like larger uh, major outside funding and uh, investors can just kind of control what a company does and then it becomes you know whether it's a moral uh, issue or not it, it becomes sort of like this issue of you know a conglomerate of of venture capitalists who are then all of a sudden responsible for making the right decisions about this thing that we all care so deeply about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's, it's going to probably continue to, to go somewhat like that. And, you know, it's really unfortunate, but I think at the end of the day, what I've always thought was that, you know, and, we, we worked with the, uh, a group of geneticists and we did this study about with salmon trying to figure out the difference between the, the spring run and the fall run in the Klamath River and I wrote a proposal, a grant proposal and got it. And those guys, you know, had kind of, I had asked them advice about genomics when it comes to cannabis and, you know, how helpful it can be and, and all of those things and we're doing, you know, some work, not obviously like manipulating any genes uh, with any kind of CRISPR or GMO, but, you know, definitely looking at how genetics can teach us. And, but they said at the end of the day, you know, it's years of experience with the plant that really informs these supercomputers. So, you know, you can have... <clears throat> Uh, you know, you can have an exclusive deal with some kind of, you know, with, with a company, which I'm not even sure if that's possible, but I saw on one of the things Mavley was saying how they had an exclusive deal with uh, a sequencing company. And even with that, which is a powerful tool, you know, it takes a person who knows cannabis to point to a trait that you're going to then go and look for in the, in the, the DNA sequencing. So, you know, there's, there's only a, a certain amount of, of actual power or advantage that's even being wielded here. And, you know, well, I'm not sure if I feel totally comfortable about the different um, faces of what seems to be the same entity. Um, you know, I don't think that it's like all of a sudden someone's got the, you know, the key to the best tool shed ever or anything like that. I mean, we all, you know, cannabis is always going to, people are always going to want diversity and, you know, there's never going to be a, a silver queen cannabis. Like there is, with sweet corn, I don't think never going to be just, you know, one that's in 
99% of everybody's dinner table. I think it's going to be diverse, and so creativity. Yeah, no, I think the, I think the, the, I think now we miss the idea that we, there isn't enough diversity within a lot of uh, food we eat and a lot of other things. And cannabis is one of the few things that has, even though it's a lot of times recombinations of the same thing. There's still pockets of diversity within everything, and there's a lot of there's a broad spectrum of examples of all different strains. You know what I mean? So even even when you're growing in different regions, they kind of you know express differently, and could be the same exact cut. You know, just one is grown in Virginia and one's grown in NorCal, and they slowly turn into their own entities, but they're they're still the the same genetics, and, and so. There's less diversity, unfortunately, than we want, but at the same time, there's still a lot of seeds that are stored away, places that are you know, pretty, you know, I've had 20-year-old seeds, 22-year-old seeds pop, and I'm always like, wow, that's some yeah. strong, that's a strong plant, you know what I mean? If it can just, and that's drawer, not well taken care of, it's not like, you know, perfect conditions at all, traveled all over the world, and still a few pop, you know what I mean? So you can imagine that there's going to be a lot of uh, those kind of you know, little uh, collections being grown all around, and it's going to be interesting times for cannabis in the next few years for sure. You know, I think a lot of resurrections. Yeah, I mean, come on, like, you know, I, I don't think any of us probably ever imagined that the craft brew, um, you know, that we'd still be seeing new craft brewing companies opening up with new flavors of beer all the time and actually succeeding. So, you know, that's something that, that really isn't powered by genomics. That's powered by human creativity. And so, you know, you can go around and have, you know, questionable ways of getting people to put data out in the world or whatever. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I don't necessarily think that there was full disclosure within that organization and clearly yeah. its leadership. <laughs> so I don't think that it was great, but I'm just saying like there's, you know, we, we still wield the, the power that is creativity. And I think that cannabis is always going to react to that. And I'm not trying to be like spiritual or metaphysical or anything like that. I'm just literally yeah. saying no, that's that exactly the, how I feel though. Some of the smartest geneticists in the world that, you know, we our study that we did for the fish ended up in Science Magazine. Literally their advice was like, you know, don't no need to rush into marker-assisted breeding right now. This plant is, as far as like, you know, large population selection and uh, tr like real traditional breeding, the species is completely in, in infancy. And that's not to say that, like, there hasn't been amazing breeding happening in Tibet or in Jamaica or all these different places where sort of land races have sprung up. There has been amazing stuff, but it, it hasn't been benefit to what we've learned in the last 100 years of traditional, you know, vegetable and, and flower breeding. And so there's so much ground to be gained just by simply sort of, you know knowing the plant planting acres going through and and finding what's 
the most appealing to you. And sometimes the real magic that happens in cannabis breeding is just being able to find that thing that is appealing. And, you know, it doesn't always relate to your laboratory results. Sometimes it's simply just, you know, creativity. And that was, like, I think in MG Magazine, Madly said, you know, in the future, he was talking about, like, our blueberry muffin stream. And he was like, in the future, people won't, farmers won't be growing hype streams like the blueberry muffin. They'll be growing, you know, mildew resistant and super strains or whatever. And I just yeah tend to agree. I think that that's giving the cannabis consumer, like, you're not honoring them. You're not honoring, like, what the people want. You're just straight turning it into a commodity. And then, you know, this is, if anything is ever going to have a craft sort of component, to the, you know, to how these, how we get our weed. I mean, if anything's going to have craft, it's going to be mm-hmm. cannabis. We're a crafty bunch, you know. So, yeah, yeah, but, you are. know, maybe, we are, and it, and I think also when it, when you bring in the hemp into the picture, now that people are growing massive amounts of hemp, but it's actually really high cannabinoid, CBD cannabinoid cannabis. But in the future, when they're actually are growing denser, tighter uh, hemp plants that are actually more fibrous and more for biomass or tri-cropping. You know, they want to do flowers on top, uh, stem and, and, and herds down below, and seeds, of course. That'll be the kind of uh, future, I believe. And then there's all these other sub-things happening because, again, like you're saying, how crafty we are. Well, there's all building materials. There's all sorts of things that are going to be almost worth more money than cannabis soon because cannabis is going to be just to the point where even when you talk craft, it's still a tenth of what it used to be. You know what I mean? If that. So. Yeah. I mean, everybody's always going to be looking for the next great strain. I mean, that's been... Oh, yeah, for sure. It almost seems like since the beginning of cannabis, <laughs> you know, right? humankind have, have been on an eternal quest to find the fucking best strain of weed and you know to think yeah, that like sense. you know to think that basically it's just like you're gonna you know just control all of that and come up with no uber no and there's the, and there's the other problem of like you know Phylos wasn't really taking into consideration that you know it might be easy if you're talking about the first generation, but if it's the first generation that gets crossed out either on purpose or by mistake with another generation and those seeds get given to somebody, which then, you know, and three or four generations down the road. And then if they tried to like, all of a sudden that person sold a clone to a dispensary, which then had it tested and all of a sudden it came up as one of the phylos uh, official plants, but maybe only part of it because, you know, it's three or four generations away, but it might still pop up on the markers. You know what I mean? So all of a sudden now you got people getting sued because their dispensary is now got their unofficially licensed, whatever. And that shit ain't going to fly. You know what I mean? I think that's going to turn into a, a, a problem for both uh, insurance companies because they're not going to be able to insure that shit. You know what I mean? It's just people are going to be. Yeah. It's just going to be. I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of issues which. 
the minute it goes official, it turns into like a real headache, actually, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, it's, I think, um, you know, if they do find, I mean, if they, if they find a, a trait that is re- truly, um, you know, powdery mildew resistant and, yeah, and it's very easy, it's very easy to breed it into, you know, popular and medicinal different different all different types. Then I think that that's great. But you know, it tends to not be that easy. Like from my experience working in in genomics, you know, there's many many environmental factors, and you know, if if there is an occurrence of a resistance, it's present in you know, multiple loci and all over the gene. And so, you know, it's not, often not a simple switch that you uh, turn off and on. And, you know, I love that about mm-hmm. the plant too. It's, there's a lot of things. Yeah, it kind of protects yeah. itself. It kind of protects itself from, from other people's bullshit, you know. It does. I mean, and, you know, yeah, there's, there's definitely stuff that we need to be scared about. Like, you know, you're right. If, if they, I mean, I, I keep saying they, I doubt it actually will it would be five first, but, um, you know, if a biotech company does get a trait, you know, CRISPR in stuff that then pollen travels onto other people's crops and then they, take enforcement action, you know, against patent enforcement and all that. But that is a real possibility. And, you know, that's, I think, just where money comes in. And, um, you know, usually the, the biggest gun wins that battle. So the person that has essentially given up all of their know has essentially given given into the largest amount of money and you know because those are just supercomputer battles a lot of the time too um but you know like roundup ready cannabis for example so you could spray glyphosate uh That would be. You're muted, Adam. I mean, that's what yeah, they so said. That would be. And that would be. And that would be the the new liberty. That would be the liberty uh, friendly, I guess, because that's the new way they they apply glyphosate, which is less. Because actually, what they apply is something else that then awakens the glyphosate that's already there and starts making it churn out more. It's fucking weird. So yeah, I, I'm very. Uh, skeptical of like big pharma taking over cannabis just because I think we still have a few years of, of the being able to keep up the fight. I do think that a few generations down the road, there might be really far and few between as far as the uh, people doing it organically and correct. And maybe not though, maybe the, if, if enough people only cause, because I only eat organic food or organic vegetables if I can. Like, I, I mean, you know, obviously when you're traveling, it's a little harder, but if you're shopping and on your own, or if you're able to grow your own, obviously that's the best thing you can do. And there's times of the year where it's 
all all grown on our own and there's other times of the year we have to go buy some things but you know we always choose with our dollar and that's what i think is the only thing we can do at this point in time to kind of keep that so-called craft cannabis uh worth it you know what i mean because otherwise if it gets below a certain point it don't matter how much craft you want to do if it don't make enough money people will fucking start quitting you know what i mean and going for salts and easy easy fixes and sadly yeah. Yeah. No, it's true, and I mean, I I just think it's it's tough, but like I encourage people to hold on because I think that there really is like more. There's a lot more um, coming for the industry than kind of the the rough road that Colorado, Oregon, and California have seen. I think once trade opens up a little bit more, and you know, people can export and and share the weed and you know, I, I have some hope left that, like, you know, there will be uh, the, the difference between craft and, you know, the more corporate, um, big, big investor funding mm-hmm. programs becomes more evident. But, but overall, like, I'm not, I don't think that there's, you know, I I don't necessarily think that any breeder or any entity, you know, will end up just dominating. Because I don't think that you could get patents on all the new different types of cannabis that we're going to breed. Like, it would be hard to get patents that covered the whole all the possibilities because I don't know I just never cease to be amazed by you know well it, it depends on it depends on it depends on what what becomes known as sort of key you know like the legendary key strains would obviously be worth more if they were before multi poly hybrids that are proven to be made from those I think that would super I think some of those things are going to be so complicated that the idea that people are going to get paid out, that Phytos could even pay people that way was almost preposterous, you know what I mean? It was one of those, like, sure, you're going to give everybody a kickback off of everything. It's never going to happen, you know what I mean? That's like, you'd be lucky if you got a year's worth of that before it turned so chaotic you couldn't even keep up with it anymore because that's, that's a, a tall order right there, you know? And, and as a breeder, I, I very rarely do we ever... You know, you'll get if you work with people, you'll obviously get your cut and kickbacks and do that with your own with your own stuff. But when it comes to like getting royalties and stuff, it's pretty much a yearly. You can get paid on a yearly basis and maybe pull that off, but you're you'll almost never be able to chase around a licensing agreement when it comes down to actual numbers of of units sold, et cetera, et cetera, because that just turns into you know kind of like more more, more work to this worth almost, you know. And most people won't won't honor it. Most people won't won't honor it properly anyway. That's, that's the sad part. You know? From my experience, I know someone left the call, but I'm not sure who it was. Oh, so all right. I think everybody left the call. There's he left the call, and James is gone. So. Just all me by myself, rattling, rattling off. <laughs> Which is okay. 
I've yeah. been known to do this for three hours. It would have just been me for three hours. I would have been really tired, right? Yeah. So, speaking of really tired, I got to get going. It's about three hours. We're, we're hitting about three hours now, right? Close oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, no, 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 no. Two oh, yeah. twenty-five. Two hours and twenty-five minutes. Oh shit! We're standing. Know. That was a, we started late. We that was a great late. show, though. Like, uh, just sitting back, yeah. listening to everything. That was a really good show. Yeah, ba doo ba doo. Yeah. Says, good giveaway. Yes, it was a good show. Um, great giveaway. Happy, happy guys. The tech work this time, even though I had to go back to the old school and bust out old computers and shit so sorry <laughs> i'll figure that out this um, week for sure yeah james might show up in the next 10 seconds probably because we're gonna try and try to bring on another guest oh. oh here he goes speak of the devil what now what's now what's going on now what are you gonna do dance watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat no we're good we are going to uh i think wind it down yeah, the definitely. But thanks, hour for, mark. thanks for uh, for letting me get on. You know, uh, get these people together and, and have all them come out and say their piece and just kind of have a rebuttal to last week's show. You know, I mean, I know I left yeah. watching last week's show like just pissed and pissed and glad that I was like, you guys just fucking really suck at PR. Or I mean, I know. you know, uh, and I, and I had the same. I was, I was, I was uh, felt felt bad, felt bad for Mowgli that he was such an idiot that he. I didn't go that point into it so deep. No, but you know, I did feel. I feel. I felt like I gave him a chance, you know. So. Yeah, you definitely gave him a chance, but he definitely dug himself a hole. I was just like, lie, 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 lie. So uh, I appreciate you um, letting us get on and kind of just, you know, we having a rebuttal and I was having some fair say. So thanks to Chat Gang, a bunch of people in there. Um, course cgnow.com i carry uh good breeders who don't work with that kind of shit so <laughs> yeah thanks to leo leo for calling in and thanks okay. to uh yeah, everybody else from <laughs> i had from riot seeds yeah nice good good times all right and um let's see next week i'm not 100 sure a couple of weeks we're gonna have uh in about Three weeks, we're going to have uh, David Bronner on, which is going to be awesome. Cause nice. They are uh, now they're coming out, and of course, they're coming out with their own cannabis brand now. Cannabis brand. Nice. Called so Brother David. I'll be going to Hawaii next week. Oh, and also, uh, I might have Greg on. Hmm? So. Oh, great. Well, yeah, you should do that. You should definitely do that. Get Greg on. We'll do a live show from Hawaii North if you're there on Friday. Sounds like a plan right there. International shows will be island to island. We'll be island hopping. Nice. From Puerto Rico to uh, Hawaii. Uh, also, uh, HB 1230, I guess, which is a, a bill that was put through legislature, uh, actually passed the first step. Yeah, it's going to Senate now, in I Colorado guess. for, yeah. Exactly, and that's going to be, we're going to keep an eye on that, because if that goes through, that will mean that we will have consumption in uh, Colorado with no indoor clean air act issues, yep. and on top of that, the crazy part, uh, not only consumption on site, for use on site. 
So small purchases can yeah. be made on site of cannabis. From what I hear, is going to make yes. a whole new hospitality license that is uh, exempt of the Colorado Clean Air Act or something like that. That's for what I understand of it. Sounds like a fucking good idea to me. It sounds so great. We're going to keep an eye on that because that will change. That will actually make people want to go back to Colorado, possibly have bigger events there because yeah. we'll have places that people can go. It's going to change the, 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 the vibe there, which is great because uh, they need it, you know? Yes, we do. Uh, so well, thanks thanks for joining us. Uh, shout out to my beautiful wife, Cece, and little Nick, who now, uh, I think I already told the story, but tell it again. Learned how to ride on Bicycle Day, officially ride. Like took off his own training wheels on Bicycle Day, on his own, without ever asking Daddy what's up. So he was tuned in perfectly, and he was like, once he got onto his bike, he went... Uh, Nuts. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, freedom. You can see the freedom. You saw the freedom and you saw the uh, the lift. Like, it was it. He was so independent. He was such a big, big kid all of a sudden. So, so anyway, got him like some super duper BMX bike, which just got delivered like an hour ago. So after we get off the phone, or after we get off this, I'm going to be on the phone hearing that one. So that should be fun. Uh, See you guys next week. Thanks to the chat gang. Thanks for everybody who joined us. Thanks for James, obviously, for putting the show together. Thanks for MTI for making the show work. Thanks to KTI for hanging around in the mountains and not coming down and <laughs> helping us out. Fucking guy. Fucking KTI. Um, we're getting closer to uh, the big 50th birthday party. 50th birthday. Ooh. Be in Denver, 14th, 15th, and 16th if you want to experience... The Adam Jones Show birthday, meaning my birthday. So nice. Start planning, James. You're coming, right? 14th, 15th, and 16th of June. Camping. Wow, <laughs> Announced now here. So if you guys want to be in Colorado, I'm, I'm not going to say anything now, but I'm sure those things will happen. Something will happen like that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Something is going to happen. Right? Anyway, we got to go. You call me on my cell phone? You call me on my cell phone? Peace, guys. Later. Chakra. Every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip. To cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own history. This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana, some call it sensimedia, some call it lamb's bread, and some people call it... Gun, gun, gun.